coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Shout out, we ain't got no guests today. We back in this bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in this bit. <laughs> we, we, we just hot right in this We in this bit. We in this bit. What I do not accept any longer. They are creating politicians. They have the young Democrats, the young, mm-hmm. young Republicans, and they're creating uh, politicians to emulate the system that is already here. And what hospital and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. That was saying, nigga, I'm not taking half of Listen, he my cousin. I fuck with Kanye. Y'all can't fuck him up. I wish That's all I'm saying. See, I don't like that fake shit. No. That shit fake. If you only gonna fuck with Kanye, uh, fuck with Eric. Nah, uh, that shit fake, bro. We have we have a we have Bro, we, you can be talking. Bro, you can be talking shit somewhere. Yes, you can be talking shit somewhere. Matter of fact, hey, cut your mom, Micah. Against black people, we are dropping hammer. Nigga, we quit to drop a hammer against black. When we get around white folk, nigga, we be soft as fuck, bro. Mm. We be soft as fuck. We don't understand how to leverage power. Man, these niggas, man, fuck these niggas, bro. Fuck these niggas, dog. You only black mental health when you want to save yourself from getting in trouble. I was about to say, uh, Ryan Cameron, but not him. You know we love Ryan Cameron. Shout out to Ryan. Who the last Republican you voted for? The last one I voted for? Yeah. You all really want to know? <laughs> Charlemagne literally is a fake black man advocate. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. I just need someone to help me stay awake because evidently Killer Mike has gone to sleep. <laughs> It's Wednesday. Broke ass shit. He was talking about me. <laughs> oh yeah, this definitely this check on you, nigga. He listen to the pod. <laughs> Turn up Cody headphones. Hey. <laughs> Envy that shit. I can yeah, see it in your eyes like a yeah, yeah. What are you talking about me right now? <laughs> <laughs> DJ Paul killed the beat though. Rest in peace, the Lord. Yeah, yeah, this is the first time a nigga that dropped some shit. They were like, okay, this shit might be alright. I mean, I, you know, I'm a triple six baby, so. Maybe this shit would have got me. We're gonna do it just like this. What's up, family? It's your boy LG. Tune into the Just Elder podcast, the hottest podcast to ever get the airways. I am super excited because we're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time and I mean it every single time. Yeah, uh. Yeah, this shit. This shit go harder than that last shit he dropped. That YSL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, I like the message of this shit. I like what he was saying. Huh? I like what he was saying. Yeah. You know, he said some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly how I feel about it. That nigga, that nigga said. He, he tell y'all niggas talking shit about him, nigga. He a real nigga. Yeah, but. Yeah. I, I mean. And see, I, I, like I said, I've been watching the whole episode of this shit. I watched all of that show. So I already knew what context he was talking about. In the same episode, he was also talking about how he was raised by sisters and mama, and he had to uh, vote for that black woman to be the new anchor of whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be him. Killer Mike going to be him. Yeah, yeah, but 
what Killer Mike is, Camilla, Killer Mike is, he that nigga in the hood. You ever been a smart nigga? In the, well, you have, cause you smart. Yeah. He the smart nigga in the hood, right? So, when, one thing about being a smart nigga in the hood, like everybody be, nobody really challenged what you say. Right. Cause you say that shit fast. You say that shit good. And you ain't around nobody that know anything else about it. So they're like, man, that nigga smart, bro. Man, that nigga be talking, bro. And that's Killer Mike. That's Killer Mike to me. Cause a lot of shit he going, cause I didn't watch, I just watched the one segment, the one segment about the policy. And I could agree with that shit. But I just want you to, like, I like, I like Killer Mike to be like, man, fuck that shit. This is what I believe and this is what I stand on. And stand on that shit. You been, he been, he, he be slow walking on that Republican shit. I don't think he's slow walking at all. I think he fully lets niggas know. I'm, I think, we, I think the issue is this. No. When you black, they don't want you to even talk or say anything about a Republican. And what Killer Mike's saying is, nigga, I'm talking, he just said it in that song. I'm talking on both sides. No matter uh, who gets in office, I'm going to be at the table. I agree with that. And I'm with that. There you go. But what we've seen is Killer Mike, when she get a candidate, that's the candidate he stand by side. Like, he ain't going to no Kent rallies, which let me know you ain't on your square like you normally be. Like, he introduced, uh, Bern- he introduced Bernie. He introduced Keisha. He yeah. introduced, uh, because Fort. Can, yeah, because you can stand on that. But when it comes <clears> to <throat> Kent versus Stacey, that's kind of how like a lot of people are feeling right about now. It's like, uh, you I'm can not going to stop for Kemp, but I'm also not going to stop for Stacey. I'm going to just say my shit in the middle. Nah, it wasn't middle. It was like, it was more on the Kemp side of Kemp. I don't see that. Now, I, again. I'm, try, I'm really trying to figure out how y'all niggas keep saying it's on the side of Kemp. Like, he just stated what Kemp did. I'm trying to figure out how y'all keep saying he did some Because shit. you can't give, like, one, Kemp ain't did no more for black voters in this campaign than what Western Anum did. It's a, it's a high- his black voters. He's talking about black Republican voters. He ain't talking about black Democratic voters. If that's the case, Democrats ain't this shit for black voters either. They have. My thing is, they haven't. Okay, Neither- you y'all met that King Randall nigga, right? Y'all see how that nigga is. He's a straight up coon. So that means when the coon ass when the coon ass governor come down, he's gonna talk to. Him. Now, if he didn't talk to him at all, then you'd be like, oh damn, that ain't he- do nothing. But I'm saying. It's just for his base. Right. I think that's the issue when it comes to politics. It's about your base. Like it's like it's like at home, right? Your mom used to tell you, I don't give a damn about them other kids. In this house, this is what we're doing. And that's how I feel about Democrats so, and Republicans. Republicans are like, we're doing this in our house, but Democrats keep trying to talk about what the Republicans are doing in their house, and y'all house is in disarray. And the issue that I, I agree with that, I'm not disagreeing at all. Again, I'm for both parties. I'm like meet with both people. If you, the Corilla thing said in the song, uh, I don't know if he said this song or in that speech. He said, if you pay your taxes, demand a meet with them. Yeah, yeah, he said that in, um, on Charlamagne's show. Yeah, yeah. So if, I agree with that. Like if, yeah, if, 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 like, if you don't get that, you don't get the, uh, you don't get the voting rights bill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't get the Montgomery voting rights bill if they don't go meet with that governor. Like it's, it's the name of the game. The issue is people be going in there with no agenda. And they don't meet meeting at all. What I had an issue with that segment with on Charlemagne shit. What the reason why I say it was more Republican leaning and everything. When you start saying, uh, Herschel Walker, a better communicator, uh, than one, uh, I'm like, come on, bro. Niggas might like Herschel more <laughs> country niggas, but like, it's fine, man. This nigga slow, bro, on all, on all counter. Now, the best thing I'd have heard that nigga say is when well, he jumped over and got a cut up on the stomach. 
and he realized it was some old bulls over there. Now that story, I was like, okay, that boy, he getting more, he getting well put together. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I, I think what he was saying was direct communicator. Again, when you're talking to the base, Republicans are real good at saying the key points. So the what they want. Exactly what they want. And you, you watch the debate. We watch the debate, right? If you I, listen, didn't, I didn't watch them or not. Well, yeah, if you listen to that debate, it's a damn shame that Herschel kept up with Warnock. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. War, Herschel's supposed to be so slow and dumb that Warnock's supposed to be a preacher, college educated, supposed to blow this nigga through the water, right? Mm-hmm. But they was neck and neck. So that's his, but only because Republicans have a direct message. So it's abortion, it's less government, it's inflation is too high. One, two, three. The Democrats, though, the issue is you pander to too many people and your actual base, you won't say nothing to, and we're tired of being disrespected. Like now, That I can get you because we go back to what we said, Republicans vote on code, Democrats vote on relationship. Sure. And the relationship sure. between the Democratic Party and the Democratic constituents, a.k.a. black people, is in array um, because we ain't getting something specific, because you scared to talk about reparations, because you scared to talk about, you know, you get. You're scared to talk about anything. Black. You get Obama in and you say we're not the black president. Yeah, it's not even just reparations. It's, what, what about anti-black hate crime bill? Right. Y'all were quick to do it for the Asians. And we seen black people getting shot. Y'all barely want to pass the lynching law, and that's lynching. Like we don't. We're talking about actual hate crimes. You know what I'm saying? So what are you seeing? What are you seeing? So right now we on tour with the Black Man Lab. Shout out to the Black Man Lab. They on tour right Shout now. Out. We ain't got no guests today. We back in this bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in this. <laughs> we we in just, this, hot right in this, we in this bit. We in this bit. So we on tour right now. What you? What do? You, what are you? What is this showing you? Seeing these brothers uh, <clears throat> across the state, a fire voting. Um. I mean, well, directly onto that, it shows me basically black men, we got to get more strategic with the voting and learn how to push on both sides. And I think this was happening. I think what's happening is black pe- black men in particular are finding out what party aligns with them. And then within that party, how can I push black issues? Right. And if they, I think these are natural evolutions, but what's going to happen is in both parties, if black men can't get what they want, then I, I feel like we're, we're about to head to a true our black party. I think I think we're gonna be there in the next four years. If, if we don't get something within these parties, I can see us getting a stronger base. Well, because black men, we we are that found we we are that foundation, that backbone. That's what's gonna give everybody else, you know, basically strength to say, hey, we're gonna leave this party, we're gonna leave that party, and we're gonna vote in our interests. I mean, that's what other communities do. Right. Now, I don't know any Latinos personally. But I did see on the news that some of the Texas. I need to put this on mic. So I need to put this on mic because I, I like to go back and reference my shit. I tell people I love that I podcast because anytime I say some shit, I can go back and say what I was on before everybody's on that shit. Um, what I do not accept any longer is the statements like we're the only culture or black people always, or nobody else does this except, uh, I, I no longer accept those statements without answering these questions. <laughs> How many Asians you know? <laughs> How many white people you know? <laughs> How many Mexicans you know? Like, you have to literally be around that many more people or that many more cultures for you to make that statement around me. Nigga be saying that they don't know one Asian. 
No, no, but I, I, but I do know where they get it from. They get it from the news reports. I mean, you see it. Like there, there is no question. You ride by Buford Highway, there's a nice chunk that has nothing but Hispanic stores, kids, people, laundromats, grocery stores, everything that they need. Even a little uh, eyeglass place mm-hmm. and a little hospice. Like they have all that there in Spanish. Now you might not know anybody from over there, but you know that it's there. I can't find a black area what, like that. What we don't know though is the origin of how it got there. Oh, we do, we know that too though. What? How did it get with there? With our tax money. Like, okay. well, see, I could see, I know because I told, I, I talked about on the pod before when Baby Girl used to go to that school and how they used to split up the time between, like, I'm going to a PTA meeting that should have been one hour. Now it's two hours because you have to do it in English and you got to do it in Spanish. And when you ask, well, hold on. How, how did that even come about? City council. Who voted on this? City council. Oh, and then you start, you start digging through the paperwork. You realize, oh, damn, these people are taking over city councils. And it's not even them per se. It's the back to what we talk about with Democrat shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's the fake ass liberal woke. Oh, we want to give everybody opportunity, giving them an opportunity. And then as soon as they cross over the barrier of economics, they start voting Republican. Right. Like they have all the numbers to show that. So I used to get upset because I'm like, hold on. I'm not going to be sitting in class for two hours. when Y'all can just split it up. Let's do an English day and a Spanish day. But no, they don't want to do that. Or baby girls in school and they's taking a half of the time to try to teach ESOL in a general class. Not a special ESOL class. Yeah. These are my tax dollars, my money and shit going to work there for that. Nah, 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 nah. We gotta, we gotta, you know what I'm saying? We gotta pull the plug on that. But that's just because of that fake Democrat liberal woke shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I, I, I think the only thing that bothers me sometimes about it is if we know, right, mm-hmm. that something illegal is going down, we have a DA that would do RICO cases and charges, right? Yeah. But when they have a saying, like they call them illegals, like they literally call them illegals. <laughs> There's nothing like if I'm ice, I'm posting up at Buford Highway all week, every day. Uh, like niggas, been dating, like how they did Young Thug. What, what, like we can't post up and catch these motherfuckers. What, like what it, the issue is, you know, I thought that about. The, I used uh, to work at Quick Chip. I used to see him come in. I used to, <laughs> and not have no idea. You know, I used, no spend no English. What, you know, I be wandering around about like why, when do we let stuff ride and when we don't? Okay, you, like if, right, we having a real conversation about legal shit that just happened, like. I mean, half the any anything that got a neon spy in front of it is a brothel. I mean, listen, like it, they they fucking in there. We we talked about it and it's public Asian, knowledge. We talked about during the Asian shooting that happened in Atlanta. Yeah, and so I, unfortunately it happened, but the the white dudes said it. Hey, I'm shooting not because they're Asian, because they sexual deviants. Remember, he said he <laughs> yeah, was he like, said, okay, <laughs> he kept spending all the money. He going obviously he went in there for a massage. <laughs> and you go in there and they, you know, they set it up where you pay your cover fee. And, and I heard this from a friend. So <laughs> you, you go in there and you, pay, you pay, you pay a cover fee. <laughs> you pay, you pay your a fee for the massage. And then they say you have to tip the girls. So when you get in there and the young ladies just start doing extra massages. So he probably discovered it on accident. But if you literally go, if you Google right now, happy endings in Atlanta, Google that shit. They are commenting in the Yelp reviews. 
Atlanta is a major hub for sex they're, trafficking. They're commenting in the Yelp reviews. In the Yelp review, they're saying, oh, uh, ask for Ling Ling. Like, like they are. That's what I'm saying. But they just let it ride. They just let it ride. And that's what always kind of throw me off. It's like, what, who determines, like, because I asked somebody about it and they were like, well, you know, they got bigger fish to fry. Hell, the owner of the Patriots came here and got jammed up. Yeah, I remember that shit. He, he came up here and got jammed up. Nigga, Nigga. Ben Roethlisberger got jammed up in Millersville. Remember that shit? Bro, that one. <laughs> so what determines whether. I'm like, Nigga, Millersville? <laughs> bro, folk get away with this shit all the time. Shout out Millersville. Folk, yeah, yeah. I mean, getting caught in Millersville is crazy. <laughs> now, I know, look, I know why you getting caught in Millersville. <laughs> I heard from a friend. <laughs> That is crazy. This whole episode, I, I heard, heard a friend. friend. <laughs> a friend told me. A friend told me one time. Man, so look, no, so I'm sitting here really. I'm like, so I'm like, yo, so because I'm asking for a friend to make sure he's all right. So I'm like, how do they know nobody gonna go in there? And they just like, you know, they got bigger fish to fry. They just ain't worried about. It. But you can't tell me it ain't some money being passed down. The business owners cool with somebody. You can't tell me like you just letting it ride. For sure. We just sure. letting it ride. Like it's just it, because it's like like I said, man, it 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 boils back down to what are we gonna do, right? As like the gas people. station selling the illegal shit. Oh man. Like like, like weed or the uh um, like, bro the see, little I'm vape tell, shit. I'm, I'm gonna tell you in, in the this, hood. This, and this is what sparked me and I, I told Sabi this. I said, you know what? In the next four Wherever I buy my house, I might have to run for city council because it's little things that. And that should be fine. I vote for you. Now I'm, I'm gonna do because it's little things I'll be I'll be doing right, like checking stores. Why are you charging this three dollar minimum to swipe my card? That shit is illegal. It's already been stated illegal, but they only do it in certain neighborhoods. Only doing the hood. Why Why are you letting these boys trap out this store? Like yeah. you know, you know, you know, you've been to the hood. Oh, so you pull bro. up and it be five bro. niggas just pull. You go like, to Cleveland Avenue. Check this out, people. Go to Cleveland Avenue. Get out the highway coming from the city. Turn left. Cross the bridge. The first gas station right there on the left. Man. That wing shop. <laughs> they be in that traffic so much. Look, the age, like first I thought the Asian dude I'm scared. He good. That nigga, it, like yeah. he getting a cut. He getting a like cut. he ended up being friends with him. Like, oh, chill out, daddy. Chill out. Yeah, he cool. <laughs> like, Cause, they, Cause they breaking them off some paper. Bruh, they ain't letting them trap out. Bro, they be in the air. They like, where's city council at? I ain't gonna lie. What time I went into the gas? Cause you know this shit crack. You know how every night I fill up my gas tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I be running and I don't want to have to slow down. So I pull up in the gas station. When I seen about five little niggas look like, like, look, look, if I would have caught them in the other setting, they probably would have been potential wolves. <laughs> but in this setting, they're potential wolves. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, bite your ass. So, hey, you showing sure, so hey, like that gas? You showing sure that gas? Look, I pulled in, I seen them, and I just casually pulled right back out. Hey, look, like, what's so funny is, I, I, sometimes I hate when I do that, but I'm also like, Bro, I'm not no sucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I love I my people. That, yeah, but like, I ain't no sucker. Cause like, see, I love us. I ain't scared of us, but I ain't dumb either. Yeah, cause like, you know, cause especially like with the kids, sometimes you have to get on them about like always being, I'm like, nah, nah, every black person, like, come on, I don't be, but yeah. in certain situations, don't right, be no dummy. In like, the right set, no like, dummy. cause then I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna knock that one out first. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm gonna, <laughs> and you know, then see, I still got, 
I, I still had a little ignorance in me too. So sometimes I just tried them niggas. I'm like, no, I'm getting out. Fuck this. Hey, I'm hey, big Keith, nigga. You better get hey, down. Hey, hey, I'm in the, like, I'm in the, like, oh, baby boy. Hey, look, nah, fuck I'm this too, nigga. Nah, nah, nigga. I'm like goddamn minister society. Man, what's up, cuz? Let me get goddamn 10 on 10, cuz. I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? I ain't scared of these niggas. But yeah, I, I had to hit him with the head down. <laughs> nah, I'm straight, bro. I'm straight. Hey, look, this 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 the only time you know you scrape. They be like, I didn't unk. I was like, Phew. oh yeah, when they, cut, when, they when they hit you with an unk. The like, first time I hit with an unk, I was like, oh shit, I might be straight. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, they respect me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but nah, it's. That like I said, that shit is part of the city County. I'm like, man, I, that little things like that be pissing me off, and I yeah. feel like that's only because well, it's half and half because I feel it's because of paying taxes, right? They only respect homeowners, and I'm like, there's really no politicians. Like, I have never seen a politician come to an apartment complex right. and post up and do rallies or like, there's no set up a little booth, give out free hot dogs, and say, hey, this whole apartment complex. Y'all vote for me. Because so, the apartment complex could change a whole election. Well, they don't they don't count those in the numbers. Like they go to homeowners. That's the mm-hmm. reason. Homeowners they feel like they're more stakeholders. It's easier to knock on homeowner doors. Like they purposely when I don't been a part of I don't know how many campaigns, they don't be really canvassing on apartments like that. I feel like, you know, but you gotta do it early, right? The first thing I would do is go to the apartment complexes early and let people know why it benefits them to even change their voting registration to your apartment. Right. A lot of people in apartments don't change their address until they move into like a solid home. So like, I, cause I know I didn't change my address living in an apartment for a long time. I used to all my shit in my dad's house just because when you order shit or you try to get some important shit, yeah. you're in an apartment complex. You know how they just be throwing the mail in certain places sometimes, be fucked up. They no. put old people mail. So it's like, but nigga, if, a constituent, if, a, if, a, if a council person came to me and said, hey, I promise X, Y, Z, you know, vote for me. I'm like, no, maybe I should just switch over and go ahead and get my voter registration. I mean, think about this. Like, until I got this studio, and my shit was over there at G-Crit. Yeah. And you know how long I was not over here. You know what I'm saying? So, you tip- see, I think that's what, when you talk about black male voters in particular, I think we don't talk about that kind of shit. Like, yeah, many, nigga, our voter y'all- registration is probably with the only nigga we trust, our mama. You know what I'm saying? Or say. our baby mama that, that we ain't been with in 12 years. Mama, baby mama, or the last known just, address just, that was stable. Just think about the mail you're really getting. Let's just have a real conversation. Yeah, yeah. What mail am I really getting? If it's and, and then, Again, we're talking about the unreached voters. We're not talking about the black man that is already voting, that's in his career, that you know, on crib. We're talking about the brothers that's kind of in between on the come up trying to get it. And this don't, this is, I'm t- I'm describing me at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the brother that you don't got no utilities in your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just be real. It ain't no utilities in your name because you either rent in a room, you got name staying with somebody. So you or ain't. Or if it's in your name, but that don't mean you change your voter registration. Right. So you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. just, you just got the lights on because you're not checking the mail for that light bill. I check the app, bro. Check the app and you pay for it. So it's it's so it let me know like people are so disconnected to black men, like the black men on the ground. That's why I fought with the black man lab. Like sure. so, me and Cody was out to eat, and um, I met a brother, and he was just sitting there with his daughter. Like we were waiting to eat. He had 
Like literally, he had her on his lap. She was on his arm and he was holding the laptop with one arm and she was just laying on this nigga all uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, man, you a dad, dad. Mm-hmm. He was like, hell yeah. He said, every, every dad know the uncomfortable feet in your face, in your <laughs> nose, toes in your nose while you chilling watching TV. Like, so I'm like, I'm like, hey man, we do the lab, man, every Monday. You need to come through. He was like, dang, he like, bro, I just moved here. This is what I need. Like, I need this. And like, well, well dressed brother, well to do, but he can, we connected on some, you know what I'm saying? We, we were having a whole conversation. He was just saying how he just got full custody mm-hmm. and he don't know if this going to stick yet. He hoping, yeah. you know, this stick with a daughter and you know, it ain't no BS between him. Like we were just having a, in that one moment, we just had like a whole, oh, uh, oh dude in Columbus. That's what he was saying. Exactly. Like, where, but where are the resources for, for program for black male fathers that isn't child support? I was thinking you about this. I was thinking about this. Cause when that, when we was in Columbus, that happened. It was a brother in Columbus that said, you know, where the resources for brothers outside of child support. Nigga, like, that's how I found you. You remember on, on the low yeah. when I was listening to WAOK, y'all was doing like a black father rally. And that's the first time I heard Maid was doing something. I'm like, I'm looking for resources. Yeah. And, but I was like, no, actually you as a father, knowing your journey, what if, the program, what if you got more benefits? What if the woman got more benefits if she was with the father? Like you could get basic shit. You could get like little shit you're getting now, but you get like they held back some of it. Like you get like two, $300 more food stamps. You get. Oh, if you with the father? Yeah. Like, or if y'all co-parent, y'all ain't got to be together, but y'all got to go to the classes together. Y'all got to do this stuff together. I, mean, I, I think what you're talking about is a real. Like leveraging for economics. Cause right. they did the opposite. It's like we right. give you more for kicking the man out. It, that's so what's happening. You, that's what I'm saying. So if you give them more to stay together, hell yeah, it'd be a lot more women doing it. It'd be a lot more brothers doing Cause brothers, see the issue, and when it comes to black male fatherhood, even the CDC has came out, if you trust them, even the CDC has came out with statistics <laughs> that says black male father uh, engagement is higher than anybody else. I trust them on that. You know what I'm saying? I trust them on that because when you look around, you see like I've, I've been in this for 12 years now. Right. So like I see it. Now what are they calling father engagement? Because they call them father engagement. What they call them quarantining. I mean, the father's coming here and be like, let me, I want to pick up my son. Nah, nah. Father, father engagement. I'll be back next week. Father engagement is like, nah, I'm really spending time caring. Like, cause see, it used to also be a level of just men. I, I don't think it was a, uh, being in the house or out the house. I knew, hell, you know, like your dad was home, but he worked a lot. So yeah. it was almost like not being there. I just think that fathers in general, men in general are paying more attention. Right. When you're in the house, out the house, you care about school. You care about doctor visits. Yeah. You want to go to uh, sports games and make sure they're learning and growing, bringing them out the house. You know, most of the time it's on like a scheduled thing. Nah, nowadays, brothers, I know more brothers that would, they, they would opt to watch their baby and, and get their baby more than just I think, chill by themselves. I also think that's changing because the relationship dynamics are changing. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you could almost guarantee your partner was going to take care of you. Now it's like, man, I need to make sure these kids straight, so I'm going to be straight. Later on in life, you know what well, I'm saying. That, that part one, two, women do have a lot more options. It's, it's a different age because, like, you know, we grew up in that age where even if your mom, even with the single moms, you wouldn't even know if they were dating or doing. A lot of them didn't really start dating until the kids left the house. Right. As soon as the kid left the house, then you kind of see mom's new boyfriends 
But while the kids was in the house, it wasn't really too much of too many niggas but, in and out of the house. And if it was, it was on the low. Yeah. It was on the low. Like, you only found out because your ass was be asleep. You know, it was, it, was, it, it was STID. Stepdaddy's in training. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> STID, man. That was me. I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. I wasn't old enough yet. <laughs> See, my generation... We weren't scared. We weren't scared of goddamn watching somebody well, get scared. Because it, it, you had, it's, it's, it's almost like how women kind of had to start changing, right? Where it's like, well, I don't want a damn man with kids. I remember women <laughs> saying that, and I also remember saying, well, it ain't so bad. Just, just two? But times have changed. And now the, even the brothers is there with it. Even some of the brothers, because I used to be one of the hardcore brothers. Like, yeah. Hey. Oh, my, but shout out my boy Monte, man. Monte was, I'm talking about that nigga, would, you said he had a kid, he would run. Now, I'm talking about, I used to feel bad the way he used to do women. Woman yeah, said she had a kid, that nigga would just leave her in her tracks, bro. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes. But, but back to black fatherhood, yeah, if there was like a, uh, a, a policy, something, something just in place that outside of child support, because it's not just about child yeah. support. Sometimes you want more? You know what I'm saying? Y'all gotta stay and grow. Like, I, but see, like I said, I don't even think it's that. You just gotta give the fathers the his own thing, his own thing, because the issue is, like he said, when he looked at the resources, he found them for the women. For the men, the only thing they do give men is free CDL training, which isn't bad because CDLs, you know, you get your. They still stuff, want you on the road. They still want you. Find that suspicious. Don't you find that suspicious? Exactly. <laughs> You gotta stay woke, bro. They'll stay pay woke. you to get up out of there. Exactly. Not dead ass, bro. Cause like, so what, what, all right, councilman. Hey, good. Let's talk about it. What's policy are you passing? What benefits do fathers get? This is uh, real shit now. Cause I got something I'm gonna go after this, but go ahead. Uh, give me your policies. I think the quickest and easiest policy that you can implement is a true 50 50 custody off the rip, right? Automatically 50 50 custody. And equating time into the calculation for child support. Because the issue is, you might have a brother who... Yeah, and break that down, break that down. So, so, right. so automatically in Georgia, and, and not just in Georgia, but most states nationwide, if you are unmarried, automatically the woman gets 100% full custody both. Regardless. You, regardless. Unless you sign some paperwork legitimizing your paper, your, your baby. And that's a process. And you that's don't, a process. You don't automatic. And that's if y'all married or anything. Well, like, Well, if you're married, you automatically get it. And that, and that's, see, that's the bullshit though. Cause if you married, right, right? And that baby comes out and he's not yours. Say your wife stepped out on you. Yeah. And that baby ain't yours. And y'all married yeah. and y'all divorced. You, you are still, child you owe child support on that baby. That's crazy. That's a it's lit. Not, it's not even your baby at all. That's a lit. Like, bro, I've seen, bro, I've seen niggas about to fight the child support man. The little means he used to go to, bro. I feel I ain't never seen a brother so emotional. And I'm like, and we're all in there, like, hold on, what happened? And he's like, my wife cheated. This is not my damn baby. We got DNA. This is not my baby. But because of Georgia, you have to pay so much to go through legal process to even stop it. So it's like you caught up. So that's on that side. But in general, the mama gets 100% custody unless you go through your process. Boom. So what okay. I would do is automatically change that. If the father seems fit and the mother seems fit, automatically the 50-50. Because the issue is, yeah, the mom might get 100% custody, but the dad might be the one that's up. He right. might be the one that got the house, the car, the money can take care of everything. She might be the one that's unfit, but because she's a woman, she, she, get, the baby. she get the baby. So boom, I would change that. 
And then, like I said, equating the time into calculation for child support. How does that work? So a lot of times, they only give you child support based on your uh, income that's coming in. But what you can do with time is equate the time as well because mm. you want me to pay child support. Time, treasure, and talent. Well, that because you want me to pay t- child support for daycare, for instance, right? But say I don't have no job. So I'm jobless, but you want me to pay child support towards daycare. Well, how about she don't go to daycare? She stay with me. me. Okay. And then when you look at the child support payment, okay, if I was supposed to pay 500 how much daycare would have been, which probably been 300 I now only owe two mm. because I'm supplementing that time. Or because of the 50-50 custody, normally with 50-50 custody, it shouldn't be any money having to be exchanged. But because of how things go, and I, I'm real, I'm a realist. I know how it goes. Right. Even with 50-50, money still needs to be, because you're still a like primary resident. Right, right. Equate some of that time, because like, I Now, that daycare thing, y'all know now. You know, you different. You got your kid taking tablet time off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got your kid but, doing mad work. I'm just thinking, let me just, let me just think about some of my cousins now. <laughs> the baby going with him instead of going to check. No, um, no, no, we'll say. Is there like an at home curriculum that we're going to send the daddies you, with? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, now we can start digging deeper into it, right? Because, the, and see, to me, this is where uh, half of it, I feel like the government can help, right? Like what I said there, that's a government thing, policy thing, boom, check. Like what you just said, that's a black man laugh, baby. That's a okay, brotherhood. That's thing. the resources. That's a, that's a resources community thing. That's a, oh, there's a grant for, like, there's a parenthood grant. There should also be, because you know, we work in a nonprofit, right? When Ooh, the grant money come down, there should be so. a section of, oh, this money should go to how we at the women's place. Right. There should be the black, the, the man's place. Like what they do in Barnesville. What like, about a black father incubator? Like the Russell Center, but fathers come in there that I want to learn classes. There's a section where your kids can play. And literally, it's only to the development of black fathers. Right, so any time of the day you bring your kid here, there's a cafeteria you can eat here. I mean, I've been, I've been saying we should do something like that. Cause I yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. Because not only that. I'm going to make that, y'all. 2020, 2023. Yeah, we, we got that. Because, like. I'm for real. I'm not playing. I'm going to start a building. Yeah, black fathers need it. We need it. We need the resources. And the basic stuff of just, I mean, what what do babies eat? Right. You know what I'm saying? How do you make it? Just learning. Like, it's cooking classes there. It's changing diaper classes there. I mean, we, we, I put it like this. As a black man, especially if you're raising a black boy, right? Yeah. Um, talking about vaccines, autism, right? right? Looking yeah. out for that. Uh, I don't know if people have been realizing, but autism is on the rise. Mm-hmm. in a lot of kids and a lot of babies. I've been, I've, I have heard a lot of people. Say that I recently heard a mom say, you know, her son, like, you know, my son is autistic. I, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot, and I don't know if that's because now those moms, the kids that were getting are, are getting older now, and they're having to really their experience. You know, as he gets older, well, he, I believe we're all on the spectrum, right? There's a book um <clears throat> I got called like cognitive. There's twelve cognitive theories for for learning. Right, mm-hmm. and in the book it says we're all on the spectrum. Everybody a little retarded, <laughs> basically. That's what that's what the book say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when it comes to autism, I think for the resources for black fathers, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, black fathers, we gotta, we gotta make jokes about it because that's what we do. Right. I don't know about other fathers, but right. black fathers, we we crack jokes. Right. We love you, but we don't crack these jokes. Right. We don't care if you gay, but you gonna be the flyest gay nigga out here. We don't crack these jokes. Right. I'm sorry, right. but even with that. 
it's a spectrum thing. So then it's like, okay, well, how do you even relate to your child on the spectrum? Because to me, autism doesn't mean you out the game. You know what I'm saying? Autism just means you learn a little different. Mm. But like, hell, I think Kanye West is a little autistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel right. like there's a lot of autistic. Elon Musk is clearly autistic. Like yeah, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. These niggas is autistic. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is slow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just gave him a shit. Just a little off. You know what I'm saying? You just know. Uh, Chris Rock talked about his learning disability. It's it's a spectrum, but what resources are out there for black fathers to understand what this is and not be like, oh, my child just, uh, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I just don't, I just can't work, or I don't know what to do. Like, nah, there's things you can do. You know, be a child. Keith, that would that would that would warm my heart if you really wanted to run for city council. I would be your campaign manager. Like, as, soon, as soon as I figure out exactly when we get the house, whenever we get the house, I'm running for city. I got to because you know I see how this shit goes. So. This brings me to my next thing. I've literally been sitting here thinking, there's no way we should let the net, like, we know where the city is right now. If we look at the trend, where the city is going every eight years, that's the cycle of a mayor. Mm-hmm. Look at the trend. What is the city helping the people? I would say no. If you think about the last three uh, mayors and where, where, where it's going. How is the city becoming for poor people? Not saying that mayor didn't do anything at all, but is it becoming a more feasible place and location to live as a black person? Right. Um, saying that to say we got an election coming up in seven years. You can't tell, you mean, you can't tell me that we can't pick our own mayor. Like right now, put them in the right rooms, introduce them to the right people. Start doing the work early, like literally start going to the apartments early. Start me, you know, this, we ain't necessarily got to say this to next mayor. We just planting, we're planting our person where, where me and Cody going to collect hours and hours of content on this person. So when they be like, man, what this person did in the community, man, we can show what they've been doing for the last 10, seven years. You know what I'm saying? So I personally, I've been talking to older, my, some of my OGs about it. Mm-hmm. And I ain't saying they kind of like, eh, about it. But I feel like I got to put it together myself where we need to find four or five positions. We need a school board person. We need city council, a few city council, few state reps that we got to plant. Because on the other side, and when I say other side, I'm talking about establishment, Republican or Democrat. They are creating politicians. They have the young Democrats, the young, mm-hmm. young Republicans. And they're creating uh, politicians to emulate the system that is already here. Well, There's no disruptive politics being started. I, th- I think what, you, what you're getting at is uh, two different things, right? One of them is uh, uh, PACs, right? Political action committees. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of it is actual pipelines. Yeah, I'm talking about a pipeline. That's yeah. what I really want. Because, okay. But what I'm saying, they work hand in hand, right? Because with a PAC, the pi- you know, it's... And uh, shout out to where the party at. Y'all listen to the yeah. podcast. It's, yeah, I see Keith be educated on the politics. Yeah, because, because now I know there'll be so many red, it's so much red tape. You're recording, like, boy. You're recording. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, shout out to Joe Bam, man. We said what podcasts do, man. Help you learn shit. Right. Because there's so many, it's so many red flags and like red tape on how you can get the money in. And because we are black and we'll be black politicians, we'll be extra scrutinized, mm-hmm. right? There hasn't been a black mayor yet. Especially in our vicinity, in Metro Atlanta, between Stonecrest and City of Southfield, it's always some shit, right? But they're not doing anything that no other politician ain't doing. Right. It's just that 
if we don't understand all that hoops and hurdles, that's where the political action committee comes in, right? They should handle the money part. The pipeline needs to be like the young Democrats, like the boule. The issue is the money. It's, it's the money. It's too much money in politics. It's too much money in politics. And when you start the pipeline, right, there comes a point where you need money. Right. And then as soon as the right person approaches you with the money, it's like, yeah. Because I need I to make sure this person, like, gets to all of the main conferences. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about one now. Not to mention if we had 10. Let's say we got a cohort of 10. There's 10 positions that we always want to fill. We want three city council seats. We want a school board, two school boards. And, and, and then it depends on the level too, right? Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, well, I put it like this. If you listen to like any political podcast on the other side, what they are doing now, and don't be surprised if in the next two to three years the Constitution gets put up for new amendments, they're getting small positions, right? Yeah. Where are the little towns that has Democrat city councils running on the polls? We're oh, gonna take those over. Oh, where's well, that's that's comptroller? That's how we where's, lost the dome. So the dome is the big dome that's in the city of Atlanta is ran by a country ass white boy that live in Hick County, mm-hmm. and he probably got voted in with three hundred votes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, that's Reverend E Love. Shout out, rest in peace, Reverend E Love. He always talked about the donut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, you, he yeah. said, we lost Atlanta. Forget Atlanta and let's go outside. That's why I love what black voters matter were doing. Cause they was always mobilizing in the rural, uh, rural or uh, state side, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they have a pipeline where they have a system or infrastructure where you could put a pipeline on top of their back. And, and then, you know, the other issue with the pipeline too, where are you sending them? Right? What's your banner? Is it Republican or Democrat? Yeah. So because that's where it gets. Because see, I I feel like for black voters and black politicians, the focus should be on voting education and political education. So whether you're Republican or Democrat, wherever you get voted in, these are the black issues that we're pushing. Right. And right. that's but to me that's the whole issue. Unless we go solidify one, two, three black issues. That every black person, man, woman, child. Yeah, so I would, I would, I think it has to be sophisticated enough to understand, you know what, this person, we got to start training this person. If they're going to be in this district, they do have to represent under that Republican party, but this is the issues that we're trying to get in. Cause this is how you're going to win. Mm-hmm. Like it got to be sophisticated, sophisticated enough that it's not loyalty to mm-hmm. one party. And, and it has, what what it should be like is the pipeline or whatever organization this becomes, whatever it is, it should get to the point where Democrats and Republicans, they don't know which way this, this go. Every election cycle, it can sway different. That's why I want to do it with just one. Like, let's just, I'm going to, I'm just drinking my, but I'm going to do one with major, one major position. Like, I'm going to treat this politician like a rapper and I'm his manager and all these other things and like gigs and opportunity, like it's shows, right? And, once you get one in and you prove it, we be like, yeah, man, that was our guy. And, you know, like, again, shout out to the party. I think once we start dropping some of these educational videos on what positions do what. You seen that test? Y'all didn't yeah. respond. Yeah, I mean. I know we've been talking about doing, but I want to move. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, 
Side note, of course, nigga. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, y'all ain't response. I yeah, we been saying we gonna do it. We just got to set up the time to do it. You know how we is. We already agreed. Yeah, I'm like, all right, respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I be excited, man. Like, nah, I, I gotta talk to my team about that shit because I be up and I be thinking about shit. And like, I be like, man, 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 what y'all wanna do this? It's not just you. It's talking about the wolves, all these niggas. I'm telling Cal, like, nigga, y'all niggas respond. Like, nigga, I be on some energy shit. I be needing to throw but, some but, shit back. But also, because you move so much, and the team can speak to this too, you'll say the same thing three times, and we've already agreed twice. So the third time is in there, we like, oh, that must mean Elge is ready. So we ain't no response. We just, <laughs> we'll see you when we get here. Like, I don't know. I, I guess it means, I guess it, I guess it, I guess it means like, I, now, we know you be busy, but what we're saying is, yes, yes. The third time, it's like, oh, okay, Elgin must be ready. Let's do it. Yeah, I guess so. Because, you know, it'd be timing. You know, you know how we at, though. You juggling this shit. So, you know, it'd be timing, yeah. too. So, Well, this shit about to go ham. Right, hey. yeah. <laughs> shit, about to go, shit about to go ham, man. Shout out to my team, man. I feel good about just Elgin Media right now. Hey, man, you know, I, I got to shout y'all out, too, because, you know, we weren't even going to record today. We yeah. had something special in the tuck for y'all, but yeah. we weren't even going to record today because we thought we were going to do a regular episode, but the team's so fine, and we all on code, we just know, hey, what we just did, shout out to Shirai. We Y'all been seeing the Instagram post and shit. Yeah, yeah. What we did over there was so fine, we just like, man, we got we to do another pod. And everybody be on the road all week, so we want to pod on the road. So we got a lot of content coming. So, you know, the team, you know, I appreciate y'all coming tonight because shit, I know we were supposed to just be chilling. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. I feel, I feel real. Shout, good. shout out to our ladies in the building. You know, what I'm saying, holding us down. All, all of our ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, y'all know. Dig through the crates. Dig through the crates. Shit, shit. Oh uh, man, so it's been so much happening. Um, I know we said we done talked on it, but. Kanye did come back and apologize. We knew he was going to apologize. Oh, hold on. He apologized, apologized? Yeah. Is that what that one video was? Me, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. You want to pull it up? Yeah. I, I saw it. I didn't even click on it because I'm like, I don't even want to hear this nigga. <laughs> like, he, I don't want to hear him. Like, he's, he's Kanye. I will say this about Kanye, right? And I appreciate Kanye because I feel like I would have been Kanye if Kanye didn't do it first. Because I, I feel like, you know, I, I get real petty and want to fly off the handle and want to talk a lot of shit and cuss everybody out and burn all the bridges. And now I see what can happen. So thank you, Kanye. You know, I learned from the mistakes of others. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, all right, let me, let me play this. Let me play this. No reason to lie. My family was taken away from me. My reputation has been smeared. <clears throat> Let's close with a prayer. Father God, thank you. Thank you for keeping me alive. Thank you for the voice. Thank you for the clarity. Thank you for the experience. And thank you for the love. Because even though the real hate is what's happening on the media, and the idea of DEFCON was to get protected for a time like this, let's lead with love. I have no association to any hate group. If any hate happens upon any Jewish person, it is not associated because I am demanding that everyone walk in love. Even though there's been things that have happened wrong to me that made me want to speak up that you guys saw in the past few weeks. 
You saw the power. You saw Ari Emanuel come out in public and ask, if that happened in public, what do you think happened in private? And what do you think happened in private to so many people for so many years? He's definitely apologizing the way I thought Kanye would apologize. <laughs> now, it's, it's, it's multiple videos. I'm playing this one. Walk with love right now. Walk, do what God would want. What would Jesus do? Walk with love. Spread love. Spread happiness. I thought that I wasn't going to be like MLK and stand there. I, I, there's times I felt very Mal- Malcolm X. But for some reason, God has called me to love and to ask to love for everyone. <laughs> Who the hell is out there with this nigga? Mm. Really? What that would say, this paparazzi group, they love this nigga. <laughs> they just let him get it off. Right? Gandhi said, an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Jesus, Father God. I love he keep going back into the prayer. <laughs> Look, this paparazzi really loved this nigga, bro. bro. Hold on, hold on. This last one. This last one. This last one. This last one. So, so, so Kanye West, you know, I got a mentor that keeps calling me and he was like, man, he like, I really don't understand your relationship and your love for Kanye West as black as you are. And I was really just trying to investigate it. You know what I'm saying? And it goes back to Kanye West's first album. And the song is track nine, Family Business. When it says, you tell me you ain't do it, you ain't did it. And if you did, that's family business. Kanye West, I can just perfectly say, bro, that's just my family. My cousin's slow. My, <laughs> my cousin's slow, bro. And nigga, look, he been arrogant. See, the issue with my cousin always was arrogant. But y'all was cool because he was rapping. And he was rapping about niggas. See, what's so funny, you ain't played a whole apology because this is the part I heard. But because Adidas was a German company, it gave me a little bit more room. This is that same clip. I know. I ain't paid no first because it's my kiss. <laughs> See, I just like it because it's shit funny. A political opinion because of the color of my skin. Now let's talk about the red hat uh, and let's talk about the similarities to the White Lives Matter t-shirt. 
The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. That <laughs> I'm not taking half of Listen, he my cousin. I fuck with Kanye. Y'all can't fuck him up. But see, this, Kanye, this, you crazy. This bro? all this all I'm saying. All I'm saying is, this my cousin. Mm-hmm. He's slow. Mm-hmm. I ain't about to help you fuck him up. Now there's consequence to his actions, but I ain't about to jump in that shit. It, it's, okay, so that's I agree with that. Right? I ain't about to jump in that. Let shit, me ask bro. you this though: Are you of the elk of people who believe? That this is a smart chess move. Oh no, no, this, this this was this was a mistake. Okay, but I also think we have to acknowledge this is also a revelation of what we already knew is what they don't want you to think. Mm-hmm. They control this shit, mm-hmm. so everything you see, everything you like, everything you don't like is approved by them. Yeah, you got to accept that now. If you can take a billionaire to a half a millionaire, see, you know, and that's what let me know too. Well, that, well we've been talking about on the pod. That billionaire status shit is valuations. Yeah, it's it's valuations, but it let me also know too. Speaking like, of which, you seen the uh, YouTuber about to get that one point four billion dollars valuation, Mister Beast. Uh uh-uh. oh. Yeah, Mr. Beast value at 1.4. I can see it though. I ain't gonna lie. He, he I don't fuck with too many white boys, but he be giving away that money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, That's I, like, <laughs> like, like, hey, Mr. Beast, I gotta fuck with him, bro. That motherfucker, that motherfucker, I'll give you $10,000 if you can stand on one foot for 10 hours. <laughs> like, but I saw an interview that he was on. He said that he was giving away so much money. First, it was just his homeboys he was doing that with, right? Yeah. He said they made so much, right? Cause you know, they were winning the 10, winning the five, winning. They were like, they stopped doing it. That's why he started doing the random people. Because niggas was eating. Where did the money come from? It was his. It was his. It was you. He just reinvested. Yeah, he just reinvested the money. But where your seed come from, though? His. He rich, man. Okay. He's okay. Rich. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I like, I'm just saying. I'm making sure this motherfucker ain't a Cody that just got on no. YouTube. No, like, no, no. You know no. He ain't a Cody. He, <laughs> listen, listen. We know we can't say... What, where he come from and what person? Oh, I know what he from. is. I know what he is. But he's a Jewish. Can I call him one? Can I call him one? <laughs> but that shit, that shit about like calling a dog face at me. Hey, you man. can't tell nigga rich Jew. Hey man, you can't like, say that shit. It's, no hard, more. it's hard to say, bro. But, but yeah, but so, yeah, so Kanye. So this Kanye, I would. I am not the one of the people that say he's smart. Now it's a couple levels, right? Because I think that's why you're mentally. Because there's a lot of people saying, "Well, no, this." This is the trash movie. I'm, I'm not. Get out car I'm not that. But I'm also saying he'll be okay. Like, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. see, what this will let me know. Like, some people infatuation with white approval is. Nigga went from a billion to four hundred million. They're like, oh, he's done. <laughs> he's done. That's all he has. That's and, it. <laughs> and they say he has like two hundred million, like liquid cash. Like, like they say he has two hundred million liquid cash. The other 200 million still is, bruh, like, he's still gonna get his royalties and shit from Adidas. Like, bruh, they cut his bruh, ties, but he still get his royalties and shit. But what's, what's, what's telling me is, like, bro, you are literally the person that brought Adidas alive. They were dead. 
Park Ivy couldn't even do what you did. You're right. You're right. You see, you said something right there. Like Park Ivy didn't do what Kanye did. So that means, tell me, it's your influence. If Kanye wanted to just set up his own little shit and just, you know, I need to pay for this. Let me do a private concert and let niggas pay XYZ to get in. Like the issue is celebrities are lazy. Celebrities don't want to build shit on their own. They like the scale shit that's already built. You know what I'm saying? So, so when, when people be like, Oh, nobody fucking with you no more. That just means you have to work on your own. You have to build infrastructure on your own. And most celebrities either don't know how to not, don't have the knowledge to do that or they don't have the energy to do that shit. You know what? But, I think that's the issue. That is, I think what you just said, um, cause anytime I think about any celebrity that has gone through what Kanye has gone through or the quote unquote blackballing, either they get low and get quiet or they try to rebuild on their own. And nine times out of ten, it's kind of hard. I'm trying to sit here and think of what. Because you got to realize what happened. Kanye is one of the only people that showed us his contract when he first got signed. What he signed when he was 18. You get these kids at 18. Yeah. And you give them millions of dollars. I'm just thinking of like any of the. Like I'm trying to think who's the last. I mean, even when Mace did it, like left to go to the church or loom. Like they don't know how to build, bro. uh, YK Osiris, I think he's going through it right now. On yeah. that, on that, on that verge of like, why am I in this industry? Like, this shit ain't what I thought it was. Hell, uh, what's your girl? Uh, the try me, um, Dej Loaf. She uh, went through that shit. Like, bro, she was they like, don't know how to build, bro. Yeah. Like, white approval and white acceptance is so needed that it's niggas that don't even have 10,000 in their account talking about, oh, he's done. Yeah. He's done. You only have 400,000. Did, did you you know, know how many rappers that we say are doing great that's not at 400? Like, I was looking at the list of the top rappers. It's a lot of niggas that ain't at 400. And we say they're great. We say they are, they're good. But because he doesn't have white acceptance with his 400, we're, oh, he's done. It's a, it's over for him. Like, that's what was kind of like throwing me off of me. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. So, all right, this is what I'm saying. Going back to my acceptance, why I fuck with Kanye. Like, I don't think this is a smart move. I'm not in that class of people mm-hmm. that think, oh, y'all don't see what he doing. Yeah, he getting he get out of his contract. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. I love it, though. I do love to watch the the C split of opinion online. Like, it's like these niggas naturally go with each other. Like, this side is over here and this side is. I'm like, damn, like, y'all came up with that that fast? <laughs> like, like, I'm talking about they be dropping the, uh. They be dropping all the stats and all that shit talking about, oh, you know, the memes, the memes that be coming out with the numbers. I don't know where these numbers come from. They be sounding good, but well, Kanye West, Kanye West, he, he officially owns this and he officially does this. A lot of y'all don't know what's happening. Stay tuned. Oh, I ain't with that group. I think, I think he fucked up. He made, now what I don't like, you can't get mad at him. You can't have one without the other. You can't say Kanye is wrong and what he did was wrong without accepting what he's saying is true. These folk control the game. They control the game and money is what they, there's only been there's only been one man to ever stand on his ten against the Jews. There's been one man to stand on his ten and come out and say how he really feel and they couldn't touch him because he was isolated. And that was this man right here. Jews hate me. I mean, literally hate 
incident. I'm not a hater of Jewish people. I have great respect for them. But I know that you're not going to be free. As long as they control your politicians, your educators, you can't write what's in your heart because it's got to clear them. You can't be a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher without going up to them. They got to admit you. You can't even be a Negro leader without bowing to them because they pay your salary. Well, that don't mean we are free. And I'm not attacking Jews. I'm attacking inordinate control over black minds, black thinking, black advancement. I don't want to have to advance by going through a Jew. I want to advance by going through God. Erica, great, great leader. How many times have y'all heard people say they wanted to shoot a movie, but the people, the uh, industry wouldn't accept it? They wouldn't accept it until you change this role and, and, and you you water down this fact and you you replace this actress. Bro, we can't so when we start talking about what's free, are you free? If Kanye West at a billion ain't free, is Jay-Z free? Or is Jay-Z in line? You know what I'm saying? Is Rihanna free or is Rihanna in line? Are you really free? That's the question we got to ask. That's the question you got to ask. What's that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, the new sound, new drop. You know, I get excited about new drops. So, uh, uh, huh? Oh, so. So, so what we just like, you're not, you're not a billionaire, bro. You're just cooperating. They just got partnerships to. Yeah, yeah. You take one out, you put one in, yeah. because what 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 they just did was publicly <laughs> discourage the entire uh, upper echelon of forty million dollar slaves. Can't have them too discouraged, because what they start doing, they start hitting Kanye so so hard. It's folk that wasn't fucking with Kanye. They start kind of like, nah, I ain't with this shit. So so let let, let me be real clear on it, right? Kanye came out and the issue with what he said that got him canceled was him saying that like he agreed with the Nazis and Hitler. It wasn't the actual Jewish comments, was it? Because like that's what I'm saying. We still haven't really so they haven't really came out and said which comment so, canceled them because So this is what they're doing. Because other people they're, have said similar they're, comments. They're leveraging they're leveraging what he said about George Floyd as their cover. Cause they know that makes us emotional. There you go. They don't give a fuck about the George Floyd shit. Let's just put that off back right now. The George Floyd comment was a huge slip up. Matter of fact, if he would have never said that, they wouldn't have the black support that they have right now online. There you go. How black people are with them. George Floyd just fucked you up with black people. Boom. I apologize. Let me send another two mil to the family. It's fucked up. Woo, woo, woo. I really, me personally, I think it was a little tacky that the family hit him for 250. That was a little, that was a little opportunity to me, but hey, you know, George Floyd, technically he is my cousin. There's roots that he, like he's connected to the Floyd Floyds. So, but to me, them hitting for the 250 million, that was a little excess. I don't know if you agree with that or not. 
I mean, nah, I don't agree with that because it is defamation. I, I would have hit that nigga too. Because, like, shut your mouth. Like, that's See, what you're doing, you're spouting white supremacist lies. This has been proven, proven in court. This is one of the things is basically what Shelvin is trying to hinge his um, appeal on. So we don't need you bringing. I, and I think if it was other comments, I wouldn't have tripped. But that comment in particular, the fentanyl comment, his knee went on his neck like that. Nigga, what you mean like that? Yeah, yeah, we flaming you. We, we won't get you all that. Too fit. As much as, much as we can. I, and I would have got Nori them too if Nori didn't separate himself from him. Well, see. But he didn't though. No, no he did. He took he took it down. He, he apologized. And so did Kanye. So, but Kanye said it out of his mouth. But Nori, 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 Nori brought him on and put it out, knowing that he was gonna say it. Nah, See, he, that's he, what he, I don't he, like. That's what I. That's what I. No, 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 bro. Bro, this not a live. This not a live podcast, bro. This is not a live podcast. No, no, no. We okay. literally recorded it and we no, put it right now. No, if I say, no, if I say, no, if I no, 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 so what I'm saying is, if you're going to flame Nori, if you're going to flame Kanye for 250 because of the comments, flame Nori too. I wish That's all I'm saying. See, I don't like that fake shit. No. That shit fake. If you only going to fuck with Kanye, uh, fuck with Eric. Nah, uh, that shit fake, bro. We have, shit, we have a... Bro, no, we bro, have, we have, we nigga, have it's a, a reason. Bro, it it's is a, a reason why... Ramification. Bro, right now... Nah, it's a legal ramification. Check this out. I can upload anything you say, and it won't affect me I'm just getting uploaded. Check this out. Check this out, bro. Now, was Nori wrong for that? Check this yeah, out. check this but out. If I go to a if I go to a McDonald's right now, uh-huh. and the manager punch me in the face, uh-huh. I'm suing the manager personally, yeah. and I'm suing fucking McDonald's. And you know what I'm McDonald's? suing Hold both of them. No, no. And you know what McDonald's is gonna do? They're gonna fire that fucking manager and separate themselves. So when you hit them with the civil case, McDonald's can't give you shit. But we don't see them niggas but do guess that shit what? Plenty of time. Am I mad? Am I mad that the person hit me? Or I'm mad that every like I'm mad with everything involved with it. No, so, no, you're right. Because, what I'm saying is because but as soon as you try to sue McDonald's, check this out. The only time you can sue McDonald's, let me, let me add on to stand the, behind him and say, let me add on to let me add on to the analogy, bro. Let me add on to the analogy. But you can't sue McDonald's. Let me add on to the analogy. This is this is this what makes the analogy just. If the manager came in earlier that day and said, "I ain't gonna lie, I'ma punch the first nigga that upload that order a large fry," they knew it. No, McDonald's still didn't know. Bruh, no. What I'm saying is, if the manager said that to all the employees, he said, I'm going to punch the see, nigga. I, that see, I'm going to so, tell you so, how fucked up the law is. In doing that, that's why I said the George Floyd thing, the Nori thing, you can't sue Nori. Nori was wrong no, for uploading it, just like how the employee Nori, just, like how, huh, just like how the employee would be wrong if the manager come in and said that, and he see a nigga order a Big Mac and be like, bruh, move. If he don't tell the nigga to move at the order of the Big Mac, the employee is just as wrong because he knows what's coming next. But what what I'm telling you so is, so Nori is they wrong. They knew what was Nori's coming next wrong. when they uploaded it. Exactly. See, that's why I don't no, like. Nori's I don't, wrong, you but can't, you can't sue him you legally. Bro. Legally, you can't sue him. Nah, if you could, you would. But First you can't. of all, we would have never. The world would have never seen it if they wouldn't have never put it up. They promoted it. They promoted it, bro. But hold, what do you argue that you can sue Nori? What I'm saying is, me mad at everybody. You can't. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You can not, be mad at everybody not, and, and sue this nigga too. But he, but legally you can't. Then you can. Bro, you to. can sue anybody for anything. So that you that fact I know. Uh, well, that fact I know. Let me, let me take Are they gonna win this two fifty? Yeah, I, I was about to say. No. 
I was about to say, if you want a winning case, the winning case comes from Kanye because he said it out of his mouth. But what I'm saying is, but, going for but Nori, you just said in the beginning is to shut a nigga up. So like, bro, yeah. so, so I'm going to show you not to put no other shit on this thing. I'm about to sue you too. And to me, the nah, fact, I'm saying, see, I'm saying, see, I'm saying, I don't, Kanye, see, I'm the type of nigga, everybody can get it. Nah. And if that, nah, I, everybody can get so it. Hold, and if hold, everybody so can get it. No, no. The issue is this. You're mad that they allowed Kanye to say it? Nah, nah. I don't want Kanye to say it. And I'm going to show anybody, I'm, if you say this out your mouth, this is what's going to happen. I'm the mad. Up, the that, uploading part and all that, that can go how any, it could go. Because, nigga, you don't know what's being recorded at what time, what could be uploaded. But if I find out you said it, Bruh. He's going down, bro, bro. You can be talking, bro. You can be talking shit somewhere. Yes, nigga. You can be talking shit somewhere. Matter of fact, hey, cut your mom, Michael. Hello. We can be talking shit anywhere, right? And somebody can record your ass. As soon as somebody record your ass, <laughs> as soon as somebody record your ass, like what happened? What happened with Biden and them, right? If they record you right now, you go outside and they uh, privately record you. Bruh, and upload it's not it. a private record. It's not a private record. What I'm saying is, you talking, saying, about, you talking about you talking about getting mad at uploading. If too. you're mad, if you're mad, no, 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 no. If you're mad, I, no, no. Like, I, let me tell you, I'm bruh. only mad that you said it out your mouth. I'm not mad about the upload, bro. I'm not mad see, about that's the you. That's you. Why, why so, would you be mad about the upload? Because a literally, upload? yes, nigga. You it's a platform. You can control it's about your mouth. It's a platform. You can control a platform. I don't know. You can control a platform. You don't know what. You don't know what comes down the pipe. We have three niggas back bro, here right now. Exactly. You, you can get one directive it's, and say something changed. Bro, Good example. The platform. Say, say we say, hey, Cody, tonight we want you to upload to YouTube. And then we forget to make an edit. It's not on Cody that he uploaded. No, it's He's on the job. fucking company that Cody works for. They hit revolt. So what I'm saying is. That's what that's, revolts. Why that's what I'm saying. That's they what, took the, that's they, what, what I, they had to that do. That's what I'm saying. No, you got to hit revolt too. When I say Nori, I'm talking about revolt. Okay, so I thought you were talking about Nori. No, no, no. I'm talking about revolt. Yeah, I still you, feel like you shouldn't. I feel like you should only hit the nigga. Nah, that I feel that like out. I feel like if if the whole point you like you said I'm mad, I'm about to show you not to fucking do this shit. I'm hitting everybody. Shit, I got the resources. Yeah. Shit, shit, we got the time to do it. Nah, so I'm, my I'm, thing is I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm see, niggas, niggas, like, what you gonna be right? Folk you, don't really be mad, bro. Folk really have leverage. No, no, you can people be mad. don't be mad. People be having leverage. No, you be mad at what you mad at you. You're just saying you should hit everybody. Nah, if I'm mad at nigga, said out your mouth. You bro. said it. You said it. See, look at Alex Jones. I'm not so mad. Should, so should everybody that uploaded Alex Jones shit be getting hit for that one billion? Nah, only Alex Jones are hit for the one billion. But his message has been spread and uploaded a millions of times. Nah, we talking about. It's the same thing, nigga. What came not, out your mouth? It's not, bro. It's the same thing. Literally, they stopped it forever happening. They could have stopped Alex Jones. They could have. They could have stopped it forever happening. So my thing is, I'm not mad at them. Suing Kanye, I probably wouldn't did it, but again, we all know I'm Kanye biased. What I'm mad is you can't say it. Well, revolt. They wash their hands of it. They good. They apologize. Man, fuck that. Y'all know what y'all. I ain't say they good. I said you can't sue them. They wash their hands. Like legally, bro, I wouldn't go after. I would want I, to I as would, soon as they did what they had to do. I'm like, damn, I wouldn't even waste the time resources for it. I, I would just because I would do it for Kanye because like, nigga, you watch your mouth. Like. I would. Just, I'm going to do it for revolt. And I would do it with Candace Owens, too. Like I would hit Cand- Everybody who's lying on that fentanyl stuff, I would hit, I would hit Candace. Bro, why, 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 why they haven't sued her yet, though? No, that's a good question. And the thing that's is, a, no, that's my, the question. My, my, my issue is, that's the question. it's a leverage. It ain't really, ain't like Kanye is being literally blackballed. It's an opportunity. If we're really mad at the act, if we're really mad at what was happening, I'm fucking with everybody in the process. Come on, bro. You can't tell me we about to sue Kanye for 250 million when George Zimmerman not only is suing 
uh, Trayvon Martin family. This motherfucker was selling Skittles in goddamn Arizona's. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here, dog. Like, I just don't like that shit when we got down literally will crucify us. We will crucify us. I ain't saying what Kanye West wasn't done, but when we get the white folk, we don't understand. We only understand how to leverage power against black people. Let's just admit that. What you mean? What you mean? What we, you mean? Against black people, we are dropping hammer. Nigga, we quit to drop a hammer against black. When we get around white folk, nigga, we be soft as fuck, bro. Mm. We be soft as fuck. We don't understand how to leverage power against white people. And that's psychologically. That I, it, I was about to say, is it, but is it just you only drop the hammer on those you can drop the hammer on? Like, is that is it that part of it too? Like, the, no, the, like the, the, you those, would want to do those, it to the white people. Like, good example. Kanye tried to do it to the Jewish people. And he just saw that nigga, you going to lose. The, and, and what they're showing him, what they're showing the whole world is, fuck with us. This is what's going to happen. So that's why they could, had to let D. Could he had a hammer. I'm saying their hammer can hit you. But what hammer can black that's people why, really that's why we. That's why we tell people we can't be racist. It's, impo- it's impossible for black people. We don't have the infrastructure the power system in place to be racist. No, I, I can't. Part. So what well, I'm well, well, you saying like why black people are only hard on black people? But I'm saying like who else could we be hard on? So, but what I'm we, saying is, what hammers. I'm saying is, there are times, there's so many times where we can't hit them. When we do get a chance to hit them, we be like, "Am I sure?" I think the issue is black people only hit black people get tricked into hitting other black people with everybody else's hammer. You get what I'm saying? Like you said, that George Floyd shit. And, and some he, people if, do it willingly. And I'm going to go to my next subject. Charlemagne, the fucking bitch ass nigga he is. We don't have no power. No matter what we do, we can all click up. We don't have no organization that has holds any weight. NAACP don't hold no weight. We don't have no organization that holds no weight. You can't speak bad about a Jewish person because they have organizations and they're a close-knit group of people in power who will bring you down. Same thing with gays. You can't say nothing bad about gays because they move as a unit. Black people don't have that. I, I mean, if you if you do a racist comment about black people, there are repercussions. When? You who? Don't, you don't just walk away from that. Who? Tell me, give me an example. I mean, you know, Kramer. That's because he was white. And nothing really bad happened to him. You know why nothing bad happened to him? I never really heard from him again. I think because he got so rich that he was just cool. Like like Jews don't go out and try to uh, recruit people into the religion like you know certain Christians and mm-hmm. Muslims. I mean, I don't even really feel comfortable talking about this. I'm sweating right now. I, just, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. He's wiping his face for, like he's sweating for real. I love Jewish people, but they're powerful. I don't want them to misconstrue anything I'm saying or take anything I'm saying the wrong way. So. I would much rather not even have this conversation. I have a lot of great Jewish people in my corner. I have a Jewish, I have a Jewish conglomerate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know why there's not a lot of Jewish rappers? Because there's Jewish owners and Jewish CEOs. They run these labels. <laughs> They're the bosses. That's why I'm uncomfortable. What did Kanye say? He said, uh, happy Kwanzaa to all the artists and happy Hanukkah to all the labels. Been on it. Yay's uh, crazy narrative and, you know, uh, 
buying up the black voice and bullying us and, and creating a mob culture to scare people that anytime they bring up that a contract was wrong is labeled anti-Semite as a way to disable people from their truth. I forgive the Jewish culture for that. You know why I fuck with Kanye? <laughs> man, they stay consistent. Man, this is my cousin, man. He been crazy. <laughs> he been saying it. And Kanye been on this. Like, nobody was with him when he said uh, George Bush hate black people. Nobody was with Kanye when he said that. Look at what happened to New Orleans and how they did not take care of black people. Nobody was with him on that comment. At least Kanye came back around and said Sway had the answers. When are we going to finally admit, Kanye, all right, you kind of had the answers on that shit. And he the one rapper, this he the one rapper that ain't talking about killing each other. He ain't talking about no drug. I mean, that's why I fuck. That's why I fuck with Kanye in the beginning, because he's the one rapper. Like, he, bro, he's the only rapper that gave us a gospel album in his peak. He didn't wait like Mace, Montel, Jordan, all the niggas that fell off and tried to go gospel. This nigga went to gospel in the peak of his career. Man, these niggas, man, fuck these niggas, bro. Fuck these niggas, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it's, it's fucked up. The nigga's slow. He been doing slow shit. But like, y'all ain't about to paint him for what, for what you is. And then Charlamagne, going back to what you said, when you say black people, um, only hit on black, they get tricked into hitting up black people. Then there's a certain black people that literally get paid to hit black people Boy, and knock them down. And that's Charlemagne. For sure. Charlemagne literally is a fake black man advocate. He stand on that shit. Oh, I, I believe in black men, black men advocate. Now I've seen this nigga do this shit too many times with too many people. Well, first time was with Kwame Brown is what really when it stood out to me. When he told, he told information about Kwame Brown family on national radio mm -hmm. and Kwame Brown didn't even know. Yeah. Talking about his daddy or his uncle killing people mm -hmm. and oh, he crazy. Don't mess with him. Cause I heard his daddy killed somebody and mom, his uh, uncle. He said that on national radio, bro. Took information from that. I'm from Monroe. I'm from a small town. So he from a small town too. So to take history and whispers of a small town and put it on an international platform for everybody to know. And this man didn't even know about it. Come on. How do, how you care about black mental health? And then to get on your show. I listened to the last brilliant idiots, bro. I get, if it wasn't for you, Key, I would have never even clicked on that thing. Nah, I, and, and that's why I, I wasn't going to send it to you. I was going to come with the recap. But, like, you know you know, it's bad when you're doing all the cooning dancing and the white folks on there is kind of like. Just being eh, quiet. Not even just quiet. Also kind of going against you on your point. Like, well, it ain't that bad. Bro. No, no, you know, black people. Like, well, damn, bro. Like, are you for us or are you against us? Is it? Are you at one point? Are you holding the account accountable, or are you saying it's cool and it's the consumer's fault? But then, nigga, black people don't consume most of a rap music. Yeah, it's white people, so we, it's being perpetuated. Because, because that's the excuse y'all say why black people can't do this. Because white people buying the tickets, white people buying the the, the, the like that whole little goddamn excuse. Like they keep flip flopping. That that's one two. See, my issue with Charlemagne stems from what you said right there. This whole fake ass black mental health. Let me let me let me go from sn uh, sniffing butts 
in chairs and doing that stupid shit. Because you remember he was that nigga. Right. And let me clean my image up and say, yo, mental health. And I'm getting clean, too, because I've been through shit, too. First of all, listen, no disrespect to nobody, but everybody has a story. So in that sense, everybody's dealing with mental health. Right. It's like everybody has physical health, financial health. Like, mental health isn't the issue. Mental health is the status of the health. It's the description of the health, right? You might have a mental health problem. You might have some mental health issues. And if you do, and if you are an advocate for black men like that, why are you terrorizing black men, terrorizing Kwame, terrorizing Kanye? Oh, uh, your your wife is out here fucking a white guy with a bigger dick than you, bro. That's that, that's I, mental health all day. And, hold, and, and before you go on that, you said your first fallout was Kwame. My first fallout was Lakeith Stanfield. Remember when Lakeith was calling niggas out for being anti-black? Saying, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, Breakfast Club, y'all one of those too. That be, y'all say y'all pro-black, but y'all be doing a lot of anti-black stuff. And then what happened? Charlamagne, let's get them. Let's hop right on them. And then, you know, they went back and forth on that. But where was your mental health when you were trying to talk shit about him? And, you know, what he was going through and things. Like, you only black mental health when you want to save yourself from getting in trouble. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What? Everything he's a he's a walking contradiction because on one hand I'm an advocate for black mental health, black men mental health. On the other hand, I'm an advocate for black women. I love black women. Then we watch how you treat uh uh Angela Yee. We watch how you got them do that shit. Like nigga, y'all don't that whole Gucci man bro, shit. It started you, right there. You did not protect have a good like you did to her with Gucci man with uh Ryan uh uh I was about to say uh Ryan Cameron, but not him. You know we love Ryan Cameron. Shout out to Ryan. Um. Frank Ski did the uh Wanda and, and, and Cat Williams. Yeah. Like going back to the upload, right? It happened on live TV. You letting your host at some point, if somebody in here just got them going in on me, at some point, I want y'all niggas be like, all right, all right, all right, cut that shit off. Like, cause you can we have that control. Yeah. But then not only do you clip it, you upload it. You upload the shit of her going in. You care about views that bad. So I don't see you do that shit with uh Angela Yee. You let uh, Gucci Man come in there and disrespect this your co-host like that. So I don't give a fuck whether you know if it's real, it's not real, but you ain't about to come in here because one, if you on my team, I need you on point. I need your mental health on point. I need you to feel protected so we can all go to play together. So that's the fake woman shit. Going back to the fake black man shit, this whole Pete Robinson shit, bro. I told black people, I am so disappointed yeah. in how we handled uh, Kanye West divorcing uh, Kim Kardashian. I'm so disappointed. Pete Robinson is literally... <laughs> what, what, Davis? Fuck yeah, name. fuck his name. <laughs> fuck everything about him. Like, this motherfucker... Come on, Keith, you a dad. So imagine being married. Oh, nigga, I, listen, we already talked about that shit. You, but, first and foremost, you're not going to be tattooing names. You tattooing names. First of all, y'all just dating. So yeah. you just a nigga that's dating. You not even here seriously. You not. Bro, you tatted dating. my kid's name on your face. You kids put in my daughter in your lap. That's what. And, you know and the, black folk really just let like this shit cool. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm so. I'm, y'all hate this man so much. Y'all gonna let y'all gonna let this shit ride. Well, so so this is like this. So this is the issue, right? It's like y'all didn't even do R. Kelly like that, bro. You, you know, what didn't. I'm so it. Put it like this. At the end of the day, it's back to what you were saying originally, right? Niggas like Charlemagne got to get out the fucking paint, right? Because the other issue is who are the people that's getting boosted to attack other black people? 
he's one of those niggas. Like, but, you can't, you're not finna just sit here. And but that 15 minutes, you seen Kevin Durant said? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant said that shit was nasty. I'm talking about, you talking about suicide. You talking about. I, I hope this man stay alive. Like, come on, man. Bro, I'm talking about, like, dog, this shit. And then you just on there, like, whenever you black, I'm sorry. Whenever you a black person in a room full of white people, and you doing the talking, they doing the laughing, you're probably saying something wrong. You're probably saying something that that you don't need. Like, because I ain't going to lie, I can't stand looking at Schultz. Because I know Schultz, Schultz is one of them white boys that were made off of black culture that don't fuck with black people. Literally, nobody gave you. Kanye West said, nigga, you can't be famous by black people. I got more and more reason to believe that statement. see this ending well i you know i i feel like he's moving like a person who doesn't feel like he's gonna be here much longer you know what i mean and um how long how much longer i don't, I don't i'm not i'm not even doing that but i just i just feel like he's moving i just feel like he's moving like a person who's not going to be here much longer kevin durant to, 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 and kevin durant to that so that was on a recent episode of brilliant idiots and, yeah, and like, yeah, if you really feel that way, man, having a nasty conversation, basically. If you really, if you're the black man advocate and you feel that way, you think going in for 15 minutes laughing about dick size and all, bro, I ain't gonna lie, man. Shout out, man. He's sickening, bro. He's sick. Like, and if you, if you a real one, you can't even fuck with this nigga, bro. Yeah. I mean, it, see, it, this is one of those things where like, and, and you know, this is one of the public statements, man. We on the podcast, we we're in the podcast game, but it's one of them niggas that it's like, bro, I can't even see how you operate. Like you say, Kanye West seeks white validation. What are you seeking for, white people? Nigga, everything about you is white validation. You love them white folk. You need them white folk to the point that you don't even realize that you put a short song. You don't even realize that. You you the one that made Schultz relevant. You built his platform up, and how for Schultz to come up from black people? Because you gotta realize when 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 Brilliant Idiots started, this is when Breakfast Club was still in the heyday of this was our platform. This is our main. Like now, you starting to get other platforms pop up, like Breakfast Club. I mean, uh, uh, Drink Champs and other platforms that you just people feel like they gotta go on. But the Breakfast Club has been that shit. You started Brilliant Idiots in the middle of that. You put this motherfucker on. And now he got yeah, his- I, I, I think that uh, Charlamagne was trying to do his fake ass um, um, black male Oprah shit. You know, he was going through his talk show on the male Oprah shit. You know, that was Oprah did, right? Oprah got on. It's not like she put a bunch of black folks on at first, right? Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz. Like these was the motherfuckers she... I mean, Dr. Phil got a whole, which led to the Catch Me Outside. Like, right. it spread to a whole motherfucking, right. Right. which came from Oprah. I didn't even think about that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Charlamagne was like, you know, it, I mean, and it's what, and I, damn, you got to catch up on Atlanta. Cause they had a whole episode in Atlanta about this shit. Okay. How black people get to a point in their career where, you know, they feel like they're getting a little older. And you know how we tell ourselves, well, let's, let's get the young boys around us, right? right? Well, when you're in that higher level of industry, you're not looking at young black boys. You're looking at the young white boys. White boys. Because the young white boys, 
it, put it like this: if anything happens to Charlemagne, and if Schultz ever really does have his back, he'll be he'll be insulated in that. And he can he go insulated in the white culture, exactly. and, and he just survive off of white people because, because, because put, something coming for you, nigga. I mean, it's already been out. The the the, the Jessica Reed story, I'll say it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She's already did some more interviews with Tasha K. Uh, Charlemagne has alluded to it in his book. He's joked, even joked about it. Man, you know what I'm saying? On, like, it, so I mean, and, and you know, that's I think that's the thing that hangs but, over his. But head the reason, that, but the reason why it don't hang over his head because he's gonna always comply with yeah. them white folks. Yeah, yeah, Jews conglomerate, like he said. Exactly. As long as he stay in line with that, he's safe. Yeah. As soon as he ever. Step out of line, offend one of them motherfuckers, bro. You you ain't got nothing to stand on. And, and I'm not, I'm, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. It, it feels a little fucked up because I used to rock with Charlamagne. I used to look at him as a hometown hero. I'm from Charleston, right? You know what I'm saying he's from Moss Corners, right in the street. You know what I'm saying I know our people's probably mingle and know each other and shit. So I'm looking at it like, oh damn, you can do it. But like I tell a lot of niggas, because I am from there, I know how niggas are from there, and you have two types of niggas. You have niggas like Denmark Vesey, right? Who's on set it off. Right. Who's on be free. Right. And you got a lot of bootlicking ass niggas like a Charlemagne who just want to live and survive and be. I mean, Charleston was the hub for slavery. Right. And that shit is so. I mean, if you ever go down there, that shit is ingrained in a lot of niggas down there. Like, it's I just, don't know. It's just like just habit just to move to the side for the white man. I mean, just, just little. Just thinking you can't even be successful within your own people sometimes. Like, you need that. White validation that you said Kanye West looking for, and you was the same nigga that was back there about to nut on yourself as you got that Kanye West interview in Wyoming and shit. But, see, so that's like, come on, that's man. the uh, that's the other shit, bro. It's like man, fuck all this shit, dog. Man, fuck him. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. Uh, I mean, even with that, the it is just what I, what I what I hate is when it seems like people are just it's culture, 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 culture. But nigga, you just. Pre- Perverting the culture, like you're taking, you're, you're siphoning from the culture. You're not putting nothing back in the culture. And going, going back to that, like we got to stop that culture shit. It's for the culture because we're talking about, we're typically talking about a culture that wasn't defined by us. That culture that everybody like is for the culture. That's culture that was defined by big media, by the entertainment industry. That's not controlled by us. Mm-hmm. So this new thing that we're saying is for the culture. That ain't our culture, bro. We got to stop saying that shit. Where did that shit come from? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we don't, we don't, Kanye just showed us. Again, we can't admit that Kanye fucked up without admitting that we don't own any of this shit. I'm no fucking scientist. I think it wasn't the pressure on his neck. I think it was pressure on his chest and lungs. Like, remember when we were kids, you play that game where you go up against the wall and go like this and someone pushes against, you take a few deep breaths, yeah. they push against you, you pass out for a second. I think that happened to him for eight minutes and you just don't come back up. And he had an enlarged heart, so he can't already pump the oxygen in his body that he needs. Either way, it's tough, too. Yeah, 100%. And for anybody to go out of their way to try to just prove, just prove that the cop didn't kill him when we we watched it, well, and I, Well, what it was how is... How much can you hate your own black Well, no, it, it, it's not only that. It's like there are people that are anti-Black Lives Matter, right? And they see this as the start of Black Lives Matter because it was, right? It was the reaction to this. No, it was. So first, so first, uh, all right, let me, let me just say, let me just I, I say swear, this. I swear, we're about to start doing I, like a, 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 a dissect review on these yeah. niggas. Because they, they spent so many non-mis... 
This is misinformation. So, we so talking about misinformation. So let's let's just be real clear about this Black Lives Matter shit. Because one thing, going back to what we played, the Kanye West apology. What Kanye West realized that he didn't want to be a part of, that he, I felt like he was playing with, you know how you're playing with something and you don't realize how serious it is? That them white hate groups trying to get behind his name. I think he realized, yeah, hold on, this shit kind of crazy. Well, what we talked about in the pod, I, I don't think he realized white lives matter was such a anti-black hate group yeah, he started. Know. He thought it was just a statement. Like, Black Lives Matter. So, let's just go on that. So, Black Lives Matter honestly traces roots back to Trayvon Martin. You know what I'm saying? That's when it came out. That's what it started. And, and if we're going to be real, Black Lives Matter was a declaration of our belief. It was we you know shall overcome. It was a it was, exactly the Black Lives Matter was a blanket for our generation. Like the Civil Rights Movement was a blanket mm-hmm. for our grandparents' generation. People didn't say Civil Rights Movement was an organization. It was SCLC. It was SNCC. It was NAACP. Well, well, well that's because we didn't do that trickery too. See, I, I feel like that was a trick. Bag so, move so, too. but what I'm saying, them sisters, shout out to the sisters. Nah, they got that. Look, nah, nah. Cause look, what shout they wanted to, to do, sisters. what they, what they wanted to do, they wanted to take the name and they wanted to make the the movement. They made it an organization. They started the Black Lives Matter organization. But that was a bullshit ass organization. There's so many people that were fighting for Black justice. Uh, proclaiming the statement that Black Lives Matter because we be- all believe that declaration. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with that organization. Even when that organization came into Atlanta, because it was Sir Major was birthed out of literally because it was two chapters. There was the official Black Lives Matter Atlanta chapter, and then there was the Black Lives Matter chapter that Sir Major started. And the reason why Sir Major, who I really feel like was an agent, cop, Pre- all that good stuff. The only reason why he was able to survive because he came in and said, he came into a black life. I, I watched this nigga was born. I literally watched this shit because a lot of times, because I've been organizing with OGs for so long, when I be with the like, like the young organizers, I kind of just be quiet just to see how they going to move. And I just play a support role. Um, but sure, major came in and said, man, I ain't, fuck the, I ain't with the gay shit. I ain't with all this gay shit. And, because the organizing, we came on because police brutality. That's what we were fighting. That was our main thing. Police brutality. We were fighting against that. When they start adding all this extra stuff in, that wasn't the, that wasn't the reason that brought the energy in the room. See, and that's how he split it. But see, what I'm saying is, even with that though, Black Lives Matter was the statement. Even with the Ray McKesson going down there with, um, what's his name? Uh, Michael, what's his last name? The, uh, the boy that shot down in um, the St. Louis. Oh, uh, Flint. oh. Is that, where was that? Michael Brown. Michael Brown. Yeah. There we go. When Michael Brown got shot, it started up then too. Because remember, the local organizer was calling him out, and then he mysteriously ended up dead right. a couple weeks later. And then all of a sudden, none of the Black Lives Matter organization people could even tell you, oh, who killed him, how he got killed, and where was the protest on his life. So that's when it all became, that's when niggas started. You know what? Let me read, and then you go to their website. Everything that we thought it was about, nothing was there. It was all about pro trans and LGBT. It was a bunch of gay ass shit. It was. It was. It was. It was nothing. It on was the sisters movement. being leveraged by white progressives. It's very much a, a white progressive movement. When you start looking at oh, so that's not going to a pro with them sisters did. That's not selling out and leveraging because they clearly took all so, that money and none of that shit trickled down. None of that shit it actually set the movement back. 
So now you got now you have discourse in it. I think I think this is where you mess up. I think first of all, whenever you want to be the leader and the head of an organization, like that's a red flag. It's already a red flag. So that already sets you up for failure. That's why that leadership back in the day wasn't because that's what we wanted. It's what we had to do. Nobody else wanted to do it. Everybody else was scared. Like, it wasn't just that too. It was the media as well, putting people in front of you and saying, well, this will be the leader. Well, we won't talk to Malcolm. We'll talk to Martin. You know, like choosing who they will let so, get the platform. So, so this is what I'm saying. I don't care. You can organize for what you want to organize on. Now wait, because I want you to respond to this. All right. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let people organize for what they want to organize on. Like, so I'm not even sitting here saying, now I've, I publicly said the whole, the whole trans thing, like you do what you want to do. You just ain't playing sports against my daughter. I don't know how they had that conversation. Like that's, that's where I stand on it, but y'all can organize wherever you want to organize on where you, where we came together. We came together based off of us fighting for Trayvon Martin. Came to us together for us fighting for Mike Brown. We came together for us fighting uh together for uh uh what's the brother? And I hate when I can't remember their name because there's so many of them. But the bro- I know like why I just do with Mike Brown, huh? Yeah, like I, I hate that shit because yeah, Fernando Castillo is the one that took Spendify to uh, yeah. uh up through there. Yeah. That was the one that went we went a viral right after Spendify. We came together for that. Mm-hmm. All that other shit, they start leveraging the energy of that movement for other causes. And then the, those causes start, our cause start getting put on the back burner. So you start leveraging that energy for LGBTQ rights. Hey, that's what y'all want to do, but that ain't why we here. And that's why it was such a big split in Atlanta on that shit. See, and you know what? And, And to tie it all in, right? That's why propaganda is real. And we don't know who the they is, right? They could be some of the people Kanye West is calling out. It could be some other people. We don't know. But all I do know is that they were real good with propaganda to the point where, you know, it wasn't until, like, I started. And, and Charleston, they're real I know good who at, like, they is. Well, well Charleston, they're real, they're real good at, like, giving your history, right? So I knew that women were a part of the movement, right? But in general... Right, like the general census for to cause discourse in the black community, it was put out there that well during the civil rights, it was only the men speaking and the women didn't get nothing. So this time around, the women gonna get. And it's like, hold on, y'all, what are you talking about? Nobody said it because like there's literally markers for Joanne Robinson who, but that's but that's them pushing propaganda. And if you don't have a brotherhood, a sisterhood, if you're not tapped in with your community, also. Being non-foundational sometimes and not knowing, just getting history secondhand, you start believing some of that shit. And then you start, like you said, once you get in it, you find out, oh, nah, they're lying to me. They're trying to cause discourse. We've always been together. Yeah. But like I, back to what I was saying about Black Lives Matter, though, a good way of causing discourse. Because we all believe in the saying, then you try to legitimize and make it an incorporation. And you lost it because everything that you listed on that had nothing to do with the original movement. I'm about to make a word. Um, you know, now in today's movement, we are slow to politicize, but quick to profitize. There you go. And what I mean by that, there's so little political training, political education happening 
in the young organizer movement world, you got a lot of people of passion. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of young people that has the fire, the energy they want to come out. Mm-hmm. But ask them how many times have they sat with or under the elders and just learn from what they did. Where's the pipeline? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, and, and the thing, and I, I can only talk about that because I know for sure I can put money on it when it comes to modern day organizers, leaders, activists in the city. Derek Bozeman is top five. Oh, no. I mean, we, we talked about that. Like, I think the other part of it is, I think they have PTSD, right? We're from the COINTELPRO. You know, we, we talk about black men, black, like from some of those people coming in and infiltrating and organizing. So now you have this random young person, 20 something years old, said that, hey, they've been following you and looked you up. How can well, you trust? You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand what they, a little bit. They do, they do what I do. It, you got names. But, but, but not, bro. I, I don't want to put it all out here because it was a process. But, but what I'm saying is, but what it I'm was saying a process, is, and that that might run people off. But it don't run you off unless you got they not really trying to do it. But see, in, in this, I'm glad we're having this conversation because it goes back to what you say about the pipeline. But I think that's how we're losing people. And I'm telling you why. When, when I was in school, and we talked about this with Sherrod, though, you could be a young, entrepreneurial, spirited, Young nigga on fire. You send all these emails to all these people that you want to help you, right? And the ones that should help you, like the like the the DBs type, like not DB in specific, but that type, right? Those yeah. elks of people. Maybe the email gets lost in the shuffle. Maybe it doesn't get to them. Maybe it gets to them, but they want you to do a little bit more work. But this one person who might be a bootlick, might be a coon, might be whatever that is, you don't know because you're young, right? Yeah. Other older people know who this person is. You yeah. don't know, yeah. but you get part of their pipeline because they're the ones that's going to accept you. They're the ones that's going to break you off with some paper. They're the ones that's going to give you a direction and show you, hey, use some of this energy for that. And that's how we be losing people. Bro, I, well, I've I seen, think, I think, I've seen I think some of my niggas how, go I think, I think that's how we lost Kanye. Yeah. Because if, sure. if, if you want to have a real conversation, he again, uh, again, you want to have a real conversation, Kanye, all this started with he's looking around and like, bro, y'all niggas don't really know about politics. Why? Why are we saying just vote over here? I I, I take it back further than that. I think it goes back to y'all niggas really not fucking with me. And see, I think that it's you know when you a black man, you go through that. If you don't you have go a brother, through accepting, you go through you go to who accepts you. Boom. And one thing about the Republican Party, what they will do. They will accept because they understand they need black people in there. Well, they need a tool. Yeah, they, so, they, black, they'll use you as your, so as they, their tool. So they, you got there over here thinking, oh, it's good because it's a short line. And and one thing I will say about black Republicans, they have a short line and they get in benefits faster. It's why that young dude in Albany got a school. Mm-hmm. He would not have that school if he wouldn't run around talking about he was a conservative Republican fucking with Trump. And then the other part of it is, but what if that's just a strategy? They call it grifting. A lot of these niggas out here. I grifting. met them. That ain't a strategy. I met them. That ain't a strategy. But I'm saying a lot of it is grifting. A What's lot grifting? of it is grift. So grifting is saying that you're on either side, saying you're a full staunch Democrat or full staunch Republican to get a check. So grifting would be we came on here. I mean, they said if a son son of Purdue wasn't really no Republican, he was a Democrat. I'm saying. I mean, we can get on here and be grifting, right? We can get on here and say, y'all some weak ass niggas if y'all don't want to vote for Stacey, because I'm a vote. Or y'all some y'all y'all lame as hell. We we fucking with Kemp because Kemp is the one that's giving us the money. Diamond and silk. That's grifting. 
That's what that's what grifting is. Nah, but I think they really over there. You don't think they over there for? No, bro. No, just just like I don't think Lil Nas X is gay. Like no, no. Lil Nas, if Lil Nas X ain't gay, he Denzel. <laughs> best actor <laughs> give, give him an academy award bro when it's all said and done nah, but, he, nah, one, thing, one, thing, one thing I do know because of how this culture content is going with these young cats they don't take nothing serious and everything is an actor well, everything's a rollout yeah everything's, everything's and it's a rollout check. everything is a blog everything for attention Everything for and ain't see, none of this shit real. That's why I say the grifting finna come to an end because there has been like, bro. I don't know if you be on Twitter, but like there used to be this thing, especially during COVID, where black people used to tweet and say shit like, "I finally came out and told my family I voted for Trump, and they kicked me out the house. They took away my oh, car. Yeah, that girl made all that money. Not just that, bro. It's it was hella people doing it, bro. Now I don't really, hella people I don't really ain't believe the autumn stories because you no. remember. We beat Hillary.com. <laughs> we ain't got that make no money. But see, huh? But that, that that's because grifting wasn't if we would have stayed true to course, we could have grifted some more. We could have grifted. Yeah. Because grifting didn't come about. Basically, Kanye West, when he put the hat on, that's when more niggas was able to just get out here and put hats on and yeah. stop. I mean, and it's like this this time around, like, it's on both sides. But at the end of the day, I think that I think it's what you said earlier, man. Black people we got to come together. Like, we really got to figure out, like, hey, these people ain't for us, and they tricking us into, like, taking out our own. So, when Donald Trump, Donald Trump was hip-hop favorite friend. He was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air twice. Bro, he was in Home Alone. He was, like, he was in rap videos. People said they were the black Donald Trump. Like, he was hip-hop's favorite friend, bro. And it's... You remember this shit? Nigga, this shit went viral. 67 million views. I don't remember this shit. You remember this shit? I can't remember this shit. Donald Trump. Oh, shit. I do remember this shit. Come on, nigga. Up like Donald Trump, nigga. This was 2014. Bruh. This was like right before. Folk was fucking. Now I'm just making a point. So then it switched, right? He used black culture. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's, that's Schultz. This won't go. That's Schultz. Schultz is that. He's going to come out. Once he gets to the pinnacle, he's already, that connection with Joe Rogan, he already yeah. almost there. Yeah, I mean, he's there. He, he hasn't had a black guest on his, on his podcast since and, I don't know when. And then, to his credit, he set it up perfectly. Oh, oh yeah. I'm flagrant. Oh, yeah. He set it up. Beautiful. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you, he said it up first. He said it up with Charlamagne. I right? built with a nigga. Can't say I'm racist. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Built I, built, I built with this idiot. Built with this nigga. He the brilliant. Charlamagne the idiot. Definitely an idiot, right? Then this is when I knew, this is when I knew Schultz was going to be too big for his britches and nobody was calling him out because YouTube been around for a long time. I've seen comedy skits on YouTube for a very long time. But let Schultz tell it. Oh, nobody put clips on YouTube for comedy until I put my clips on YouTube. And I'm like, I'm not finna call this motherfucker out. And when Charlamagne just sat there and let him do that, I said, oh yeah, it's a wrap. Then he segued to Flagrant too, right? Charlamagne was, 
You know, Charlamagne don't take the podcast shit serious. But Andrew was taking it real serious. At all. Not even the black affair. Exactly. Hence why the conference didn't happen. Exactly. But that's how we got something coming. But, but uh, that's why Schultz was like, nah, I'm using this podcast shit, though. Right. Made Flagrant 2. Now, Flagrant 2 started out as a sports podcast with not just him, another black dude, Cass, right? Mm-hmm. Another black dude, Alex, who's behind the scenes, Akash, and um, they had a little intern, right? Mm-hmm. So it was multicultural. Right. And it was flagrant. And we're talking sports. So that's how we get away with talking shit because we're comedians, right? Right. Got right. rid of the main black dude because Cass, I could tell Cass, even though he's not foundational, he was on code. Right. And Cass wouldn't let shows get away with some of that flagrant, like being too flagrant, like, uh, and then Cass would come late a lot too. Like Cass clearly didn't give a fuck about the pod. Right. And once they got rid of him, it was able to be just Schultz and the Indian guy and the white dude and that boot licking ass Alex, the uh, non foundation nigga that let him say all the racist shit. The nigga be painting his fingernails, all that type of shit. I was like, yeah, it was a wrap. And then from there, when they started that Patreon, see, you think what they say on YouTube is crazy? No, Patreon is flagrant. And if you know anything about Patreon, it's damn near. But put it like this, anything where white supremacists can get a little uh, tinkling of flagrancy, they support it. Yeah. His Patreon went up. It's like the Chapo Trap House niggas. Oh, yeah, Chapo Trap House. They be saying, and they call it the Trap House tricking niggas, but they don't, they talk flagrant as fuck on there about all types of shit. Shows them did the same thing. Dropped the flagrant too, stopped talking about sports, and just made it a general flagrant. And see, the other side of the game is I do like the come up, though, right? I mean, it remind me of us starting off with one camera with the better sets. Now that they got a full set, but you did it off the back of the backs of black people. You had black guests coming on. You you touched yourself as on from New York, so uh, we're we're, we're, we're culture. So, but nah, mm-hmm. bro, you can't just be saying like like he'll just say some misinformation. One, one thing and nobody about checks one thing on. about white boys in New York, y'all multicultural, but you know what the fucking say. Yeah, because you don't say nigga. Yeah. That's yeah. how I know like, you. You know what the fucking say. Yeah. Get your fucking block knocked out. That's what I'm saying. So it's like all of that, he parlayed it perfect. And then once he made that Joe Rogan connection, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. Once he got on once he got on Joe Rogan and then, you know, put Charlemagne on. You can't touch him no more. You can't. You can't Just like on. you can't touch. You can't, like, going back to the hammer, we cancel who we can cancel. Like. You can't touch Joe. Yeah, you couldn't cancel Joe. You try. We, they tried. They tried. Any reach. But, but. Like we said, NDRE was doing it, jumping on another bandwagon, not doing it for black people, doing it for the other white dude that was saying, I'm going to take my catalog off. Catalog off. And I think at this point in time, I appreciate Kanye exposing the shit. I think he did it in a irrational he's, he's, way. He sacrificed himself. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know what? That You said it. You said it. He, sa- he sacrificed Kanye himself to accept that none of y'all are free. Oh, but you know, it's, 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 he, he got, he got some, um, he got some help though. He got some help. I mean, I, I keep saying it ain't over. I ain't, in this, I'm not in the class of people that are saying, oh, this is a smart move, but it's Kanye. It just is what it is. Like, as soon as he take his meds, as soon as he take his meds, get somebody solid around him. I just need, I need Kanye West to get with a sister. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, he need to link up with B.O.B., man. B.O.B. on the same shit. You heard, you heard this shit? Bro, this shit right here. And B.O.B., this Atlanta, son.
I came across some information and I wanted to show. I went to Twitter with a picture thinking niggas would get it. And then Complex wrote an article to try to embarrass us. If I knew this shit was gonna blow up and rough with his feathers, I would've kept it to myself, gave Eric Dubay the credit. Astronauts was talking shit like they was trying to pull up. I took a step and looked around, the world was angry as fuck. I mean, bro, we could've played it off like it was all just a joke. When Stephen Colbert invited us, should've went there and spoke. CBS saw all the trash and tried to give us a show. Hello, I want he shout out Charlemagne. I didn't want to hear the no, show. No, he, he shout out Charlemagne, but I, I want people to realize this the rollout though, right? You said all that shit. You had a chance to come on Stephen Colbert, another person that put Charlemagne on mm-hmm. CBS. You know anything about CBS? That's Gail King. Right. They fuck with Charlemagne. But no, you turn all of that down because you was trying to be woke. First of all, don't call me woke. I seen the shit they was plotting. They put Neil Tyson on TV to make a mockery of it. And if y'all know anything about Neil deGrasse Tyson, they be making that nigga look crazy on TV. So, so first of all, yeah, I'm gonna get to the Charlemagne live. All right, all right, keep going, keep going. Oh, these shows be on by Viacom and their friends. Why would I walk into the lion's den and sit and pretend? Y'all know about Viacom. Definitely know about Viacom. That part right there. Could you gave me a call? Charmaine, you got everybody number in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you were super excited to go see Kanye in Wyoming. Well, first of all, you black man, male health, mental health advocate. So why would you try to tarnish the black man? You know what that does to your mental health. But you, know, you know, you being in the industry, seeing what fucking happens to us all the time. Like, nigga, you know you could have called this nigga. So. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Charlemagne is smart in the sense of he keeps those hood shooters. Lil Duvall, his hood shooter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, I, when, I, when I said hood shooter, you know, he can tell Duvall to stir up the IG, the yeah. social media shit, because Lil oh, yeah. Duvall ain't got nothing to lose. Right. And you know all. what I'm saying? He ain't nothing to lose. And you ain't never going to lose shooting at us. You uh, never, like... Unless you shoot at the wrong one. This is going to happen. They better sh- I think Kanye West... It's what? showing the, like you said, the only thing that fucked Kanye West up was that George Floyd comment. If, if, if he, he didn't say that, he if he good. didn't say that, he would have been good. And the thing is, like, you should have run one, you should have a baby. <laughs> and then a, a baby pull up on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and they know, they know who the babies are in the industry. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they stay away from those now. I think they that smart. Oh yeah. They're like, I ain't, I ain't about to pull up on the babies of the world. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's it's one of those situations where again Kanye West just proved it. Ain't none of y'all free, none of y'all. So go back and play the Jay Z West free verse, which y'all were loving about. Jay Z ain't free either. No. Unfortunately, I mean I ain't gonna lie, man. When you, ain't when none you, of y'all free. When you, when you listen to Jay Z and he said he talk about the Blue Boys and the Alphabet Boys might come get. That's Jay Z dog whistling, saying, "Hey, I'm up here by myself, y'all. I got I got up here and didn't realize I'm gonna yeah. be by myself." Yeah, hey, yeah, you're not, you're not free. Like as soon as you step out of line, it's gone. Yeah, they showed you. But you know, I, but so what? It, what is just for me? But I just always wonder. But what keeps them from taking a hundred million dollars and investing it in the black community? Because directly? if they find out, you gone. No, I'm saying like your your 
cash, like like Kanye West right now. You lost your billions. You lost all your deals. You have four hundred million, two hundred million cash. But bring fifty million of that down to seven sixty six. Give it to this media company. Let what? them. Blow. But I'm gonna say like bring it to the. Hood, I think it's like bring a, it to the city. I think it's how they train elephants. I think it's how they train elephants. And for the people that don't know. So, so an elephant, a baby elephant, they take a stake in a chain. They put the stake in the ground. As a baby, the elephant cannot break this stake. Mm-hmm. Can't pull out the ground. And they keep him there his entire life. So when he gets an adult, he still thinks this stake is holding him in the ground. And you'll see an elephant stuck to a stake in the ground. And mentally, he's been there his whole life. He's never been able to break it. So when you come in the industry as a young 18-year-old and they give you all these millions and you got executives telling you what to do and you like uh my boy, uh what's my name? Um uh, who was on the table dancing for the <laughs> Oh man, nigga, man, watch Atlanta, bro. Watch Atlanta, bro. They okay. just had an episode come out, nigga, about the goofy movie. Bro, I'm about to, I'm about to catch it. About, about the goofy it. movie, and they had the nigga standing on the damn desk. Bruh. Bruh, so they covered that shit too. Who, who was what's his name? Bobby yeah, Bobby Smurd on it. That should have showed y'all right there. This is this meeting before he gets signed. This dude on the t- <laughs> yeah. So you eighteen, we make you do all this, right? Now we put the money in your pocket. Hey, you gonna be great. You are gonna be a superstar. But look, listen, this is what you, these people got to take. He go get. He go get. Uh, you go, your, uh, gotta get you a good Jewish lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Look, you gotta get you a good Jewish lawyer who's gonna tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna keep you in check. And you think, if I ever misplace, they already told me, if I ever step out, I'm gonna lose. And then every blue moon, we get an example made in public. But we never seen one like this. Cause we never had somebody as big as Kanye to step out like this. We ain't had one this big before. We don't seen eh, he would, like think about it. A Colin Kaepernick, eh, he wasn't even in his prime. Colin Kaepernick, he he wasn't even that. He wasn't even in his prime. You know, we appreciate what he did, but was he a superstar? I ain't, I ain't gonna be. Kanye is the biggest. You're right. He the biggest. Kanye is the biggest. We've never seen nobody this big get tapped. Michael tried it. On the way out. Who? Michael Jackson. On the way out. When you call them Sony Devils and all that. Oh, he he oh, tried Prince, to. Prince, Prince, Prince That's tried what it. They, But the difference is, it what those were. It was in, towards the end. And, they was on the end and it wasn't as public. We didn't have. Well, we didn't have this social media. Yeah, we didn't have this social media. It was public because Mike got in front of everybody. And, yeah, but I'm just saying like, arguments are now even so much more public because not only are you seeing it come from that person, you're seeing it reposted by a million other people with their commentary. Like, our shit ain't never been as public as it is now. So we never see nobody this big get slapped this hard. So, niggas about to... That's what Kanye should have did. He should got all these black folks in the room. <laughs> got Al Sharpton. That bet before he knew Al Sharpton was a bootleg. Time now, but we have to put a stop to this incredible, incredible injustice. And uh, like uh, Sharpton was saying, he's a great 
a pioneer in this field that inspired me to go to school in science. These artists have always had freedom to to stop thinking what they think they should be doing. And uh, I see the record company is really, really being inspired into the art. I feel that she is a very especially the Tony Tommy Matola. Tommy Matola is the president of the record division. He is a meme, he's a racist, and he's very, very, very devilish. Devilish. See, we had to work on his speech giving skills. <laughs> like, you know, you said devilish a little too nice. Well, the devilish was that, like you say, it's today. Am I about to say, am I about to call him one? <laughs> he devilish. <laughs> He said, devilish. Because <laughs> you went here and called him a racist. He's he, like, oh, shit. Did he say delicious? <laughs> so, but, but Mike, yeah. So, again, that was towards the end. That wasn't Thriller, Mike. You know what I'm saying? And you got, we just got to look at what Kanye just put out. He just put out Donda. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeezys is selling more than Jordan. Nobody, you would have never told. Nigga, when Kanye started Yeezys, you would have never thought Yeezy would sell more, make more money than Jordans, especially the way the motherfuckers were looking. I, I got, I got you, I got you, Eldridge. Tommy Matola is a devil. There you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Direct. Yeah, he said a little harder. <laughs> said a little harder. <laughs> Bro. So what? What's what's about to happen now? I mean, let's 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 go back historically. You know why we had to hang slaves publicly. Like, let me show y'all what's going to happen. If you think about what happened to Nat Turner, how they publicly. But but do you do you do you think that the Jewish community has a, a claim to say that they could feel scared? They feel like the last time somebody said all this stuff in public, you know, it did. No. I mean, because, you know, it's like how being anti-black no. is. You know what I'm saying? P- people just be waiting for an opportunity. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Kanye created any new Nazis, but I think the Nazis that had been waiting well, just needed somebody to say it. If they, if they get to go off of that, they, we should be the most scared people on the planet. I mean, and that's what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to get at. We like, should be. But see, that's what I'm saying. But it's, if it's, they, it's but, you know, you, but you know how they discredit our, oh, that's, that's done. Oh, shit. Nigga, before we go, they try to take out your boy, Who? Uh, Kyrie. Oh, what happened? So, I, I so seen Kyrie, somebody post, but I, I, yeah, I was so busy. He, I didn't get the research. So he tweeted, uh, he just promoted a book of uh, Negroes the Hebrew. And he said that the book was anti-Semitic, saying that black people was Hebrew, was anti-Semitic. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely don't. Now, let me tell you, them goddamn Jews don't want y'all to ever just, oh, no, them folk in the Bible was white. That's what they want y'all to think. They don't ever want y'all to say. Yeah, because it's a book and it's a movie. And they said that... Uh, See, I fuck with Kyrie. Let me just tell you, Kyrie... I, I do fuck with Kyrie. I fuck with Kyrie from how he handled the pandemic uh, to Kobe blessing him to him just standing on his square. You know what I'm saying? And the, the thing with Kyrie, Kyrie, you could tell he's getting politicized. And that's the issue with Kanye. Kanye just ain't... Nobody can get to him. You know what I'm saying? We just need somebody to sit down and talk with Kanye. 
he ain't politicized yet. That's what we need. I mean, and it ain't like he don't got it in him. You know his roots. You know his mama. You know his daddy. We just need somebody to get to Kanye now. And Kanye, the documentary, we talked about this. The documentary showed us how lonely he is and yeah. how isolated he is and nobody around him. But Yeah, so Kyrie, the Hebrews and Negroes, it says uh, the film states that it uncovers the true identity of the children of Israel. Uh, and it says that since the European and the Arab slave traders stepped foot into Africa, blacks have been lied to about their heritage. So they say that it has extreme factions of Hebrew Israelites. And I guess the Hebrew Israelites, this, the Rolling Stone is the article says that they have a long history of misogyny, homophobia, xenophobia, Islamophobia and anti-Semitism. Anti I didn't know black Hebrew Israelites had all that going on. Well, I know they had homophobia. I mean, well, <laughs> that black man. I, I'm about to say, I think that's just, <laughs> that's just black I, No, no, no. I think because they don't, they consider homophobic anything that don't want a nigga kissing you. Like, I don't think they're homophobic. They probably just don't want that stuff. On, you know what I'm saying? Well, like how Brother Jahad is. I don't think Brother Jahad is homophobic. It's just a respect thing. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. all right, going back to Brother Jihad, just don't want it. Like, we're, we're going to Brother Jihad, we don't want it in our house. So you can't rock if you like that. Oh, yeah, they said the movie calls the Jews the synagogue of Satan. <laughs> and said that the film tells you the real truth about the slave trade. Because they said the schools don't teach you about the Catholic, Arab, East African, and the Islamic slave traders and the Jewish slave ships that brought our West African Negroes ancestors to the slave ports that also had to be uh, owned by Jews. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like these are, they just, they're just going after anybody now. Cause so like, going this back, has been out. Going to your, your point of, do they have reason to be, they do have reason to be fear if black people realize they can pull that stake out the ground to that credit. Yes, they have reason to fear that. But four ain't no, they not. They not gonna do it. They not gonna do it. Like I, again, Kanye. What what Kanye just did is just guarantee them a good three to five years of peace from the big dog. Ain't no big dog about to step. You just took a nigga from a billion. So if hey bro, all I got is two million. See, I, I think what's gonna happen, though, Keith. Yeah. All I got is two million. Uh -uh. They took. They took Kanye from a bit, bro. I'm not going nah, I, I back think, to 500,000. I think what's going to happen is the, the, the people is about to rise. Like, yeah, the big dogs, no, nah, but because you also have to think about it. On top of that, you also got the bullshit going on with the government. Yeah, this bullshit going on with PayPal. I don't know if you heard about PayPal, how they start, they're starting to hold your funds if they feel like you're promoting hate speech or misinformation. Anything. I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been off. Yeah, I've matter of fact, I got to disconnect. Connect our bank account to the Patreon because I it was just easy to do Patreon again. That's the only thing that dealt. I've yeah, been, PayPal. but I automatically transferred to the account. But yeah, fuck, that PayPal, fuck PayPal. But but I, like I said, all of that is just funny to me because America promotes capitalism. America promotes community. America would be the first ones to say, especially Black, Hispanic, Asian. Every community has their own economic base. So why is it so crazy to say that Jewish people have an economic base as well? Like, I don't, like, I understand how they say that's what 
originally got them prosecuted because they say the Zionist stuff. Okay. But outside of that, just simply stating that Jewish people have their own economy right. should not be able to cancel nobody because black people, yeah, saying, we want right. to have our own economy like that. Asians should have it. I mean, clearly that is what gives you strength. I'm not, I don't think the Jewish people are, I don't think the Jewish people are doing anything that Asian community and Hispanic community and what black people are trying to do. That's why with certain communities, Asians don't give a damn. When black people say, oh, we want to boycott. Why? Because they have their own economy. So here's, let's bring it all the way around. Let's bring it all the way around. Uh, black people, this is why reparations got to happen now. Literally, Minister Farrakhan said it. He said, you can't tell your story the way you, you can't write the way you want to write it without going through that. You can't do anything. You don't heard people say, yeah, I want to do this movie, but we can't get the funding. Now, I don't know why y'all just funded yourself, you know what I'm saying, like Tyler Perry, but, you know, they they be needing their money to do shit. Reparations changes all of that. Oh, it levels man. your playing field, and it removes them from the strength that they got, which is why I am about to partner with uh, Reginald Muhammad and take that book that he wrote, The Declaration of Reparations, and turn it into a, a video series produced by Just Elders Media really educating people on reparations and we got to stop putting that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, yeah, we do, but I, I also feel like, um, black people get get on cold with reparations. They, uh, I got to educate you on it first because yeah. half, half, yeah, half people still think reparations. Oh, it just give us cash. Most people think that, especially our generation, you are a reader. Don't discount that. Don't discount that you're a reader. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I like that niggas is taking cash first because the longest thing on reparations is always on the other shit first. Now, the cash got to be a part of that conversation. It's a part of it, but understand. And it's a major part. It's We're not saying it's not. Yeah, but we're what just, I'm saying is a lot of times they try to make it seem like it's either no, or. like No, no. And it has to be lineage-based. Like, I mean, like I say, we're going to do it, but before we do it, we got to be on code on what we're saying too. Yeah, like, so what, what, what we're saying is... It's all of that shit. It ain't it ain't one without the other. What I don't want niggas to do is sell short, and that's what's gonna happen. Because I think uh, before you uh, educate, why you educate niggas on reparations, you also need to edu- educate niggas on politics. Period. Because that's something we. That's can, why I need you to respond to my tip. Yeah, we can get. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about no. That's that's the cyber shit. That, I'm talking about nigga. Uh, I'm talking about real nigga education. That's gonna be general. Like, oh, what does the governor do? Nah, that's cool. Strategy. Coming together, who vote for who? What are we voting for? What's our platform? Are we all voting Republican this this cycle to show something like those type of moves? Like what they did down in Texas, that little that little Hispanic community down in Texas, they got the Democrats by the neck because they just flipped the whole city Republican, and they didn't give a damn about the Republicans calling them racist and somebody to deport them. They still voted Republican to show the Democrats. Y'all ain't doing shit for us. And mind you, the Democrats just signed the DACA law, the Dreamers Act. To not, they're not even trying to deport y'all no more. And y'all still pushing it. So if they can do that, why the fuck we ain't doing that? I don't agree with that move, but I feel what you said. No, it's it's the party of Lincoln move. It's 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 the party. Shout to Karen Hunter. That's what she was talking about doing. Just because it happens, what it does is two things. It shows the Democrats how fucked up they are, and for the Republicans. It weeds out all the races. If you that racist, when all the black people show up to the young Republicans meeting, 
and all these young black people show up, let's see how many white people actually stay. Because where y'all going to go? To the Democrat Party? Because if y'all go over there, then we really got a case now to yeah. show how racist y'all are. Like, it just exposes everybody. Because that's what they used to do. This whole black people staying in one party shit has been since MLK died. I mean, I'm 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 out of that anyway. So you know what I'm saying? Like I've I've been voting on both sides. You know what I'm saying? So it, it you're not gonna get me pigeonholed on one side. Who the last Republican you voted for? The last one I voted for? Yeah. You all really want to know? <laughs> Should I tell him? Should I tell him? <laughs> say we love y'all. <laughs> we need you. I don't vote. <laughs> but- Hey, we love y'all. We need y'all most importantly. We can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Just Elders Podcast. We out. Hey, man, we not out yet, man. We got so much shit to say. That's all right, man. We'll be potting all this week. Yeah, all this Y'all stay tuned to the feed, man. We got a lot of shit dropping. I just about to be dropping 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I mean, this this all the conversation we're having in the car. We're going to just be driving, dropping pot. Y'all just stay tuned to the feed, man. We got a lot of shit. We potting all week. We got a lot of shit coming, y'all. Just. Hey, tap into the YouTube live, tap into the TikTok. Yeah, we got a lot of shit coming. Let's we got go a lot down. of shit coming.